in that space. Let's go. All right. Groovy. Groovy. You look cold, Nick. Yes, thank you, Jay. Thank you. Yeah, <coughs> yeah, yeah. Before our before our um, technical difficulties, I was just saying that hopefully the blankets and stuff like that maybe adds nostalgia to the episode. But we'll see, I guess. That's funny. Any time mate. will tell. Yeah, I'm. I'm not really like. I mean, I am blanketed up, but I'm in bed, so I guess that you know. I, do you have a blanket on top of your duvet? I have two blankets and a and a uh, dressing gown. Cool. And a hot water. Wow. Bowl, so okay. I'm very toasty. Crikey. Very toasty. Yeah, I need to improve my blanket game, my warmth game, really. Yeah. Are you um planning on turning on the heating even when it gets to like minus for nope. like pipes and things? Nope. What if pipes freeze though? I shouldn't do. Okay. It's funny because uh, the only heating we ever have on, or have had on in previous years, is just my room. Want to heat up the whole house? Well, no. The whole house is cold anyway. So, because the only heat is in the in the house is the kitchen, living room, and my room. Um, and in, in probably like the last five or six years, we've only ever really had on the living room on the weekends, and we had my one on all week. When it was like super super cold. So, so like is that be because fine. like the kitchen warms itself up anyway because you're cooking or no, like or the lounge just stays cold fair. really. Fair enough, fair enough. What about <laughs> um your next doors? Do they does any heat come in through there? Do you reckon? <sighs> no, I doubt it. No. Okay. Yeah. Fair play. We've fair got enough. terrible insulation and everything. So, mm-hmm. although British houses are are built for insulation naturally anyway, so. Warmer than it would be if we were in America. Let's just say that. Because of the weather? No, just because American houses aren't built for insulation. They're built to keep the heat out. Oh. Okay. Depending on where they live, obviously. Like Californian houses sure. tend to. Get know, rid of the they're heat. They're all thin walls, really, and no insulation. Sure, sure. All right, well, um, Jay, we've got a lot to talk about. I'm yeah, man. Very eager. It's to been talk a good two weeks. <laughs> It's been an interesting two weeks, and I've I've actually finished a couple of games too, so I'm excited to speak to you about them. Yeah, okay. That's good. So, Jay, yeah. what is the acronym used to name Quentin Beck's holographic illusion system that Tony Stark uses to relive memories? Bath, thug, junk, or fake? Say the, the question again. What is the acronym used to name Quentin Beck's holographic illusion system that Tony Stark uses to relive memories? Bath, thug, junk, fake. Hmm, I want to say fake. Because the other ones don't really sound right. I mean, it could be junk, just because that's very Tony Stark um, humour. It's either junk or fake. I'm really torn between... I'll go with fake. It's probably junk, though. Okay. It was bath. Really? Yeah. That's odd. Apparently. Okay. I don't remember that one. But... That's a niche one. Very niche. It's, it's very niche. Very niche. <laughs> so, Jay, um, I'd like to talk to you about a couple of games, if that's all right. Yeah, go ahead. So, I managed to snap up a couple of games. I've, I've been trying to make more time for gaming. As I told you last time we recorded, I'm getting a little bit more into games, generally speaking. So, 
just trying to play as much as I can, really, which is barely anything at all. At yeah, I feel like when you're in the mood, you kind of just have to play. If you don't, then you're wasting time at that point, aren't you? Because the mood might go sort of thing. Yeah, or... it goes so quickly yeah. with games, especially. 100%. So uh, I finished Cuphead, the delicious last course. Oh. The DLC that obviously took like, you know, five years, four years to come out. Um, finally finished it, started it. So I said on the podcast, but as a quick reminder for you, so it like came out and I just thought, oh, I'll just take a look and see how much it is. It was like six quid. And I was like, I almost have to buy this to support the value because that's every dlc should be valued at that for the hours that the dlc is do you know what i mean yeah i mean makes sense i think it's also because like, um because it obviously taking so long to come out they were just like yeah we need to just make it super low price so lots of people will buy it kind of thing yeah, although i think had they priced this at 20 i think people would have bought it regardless no true i agree and then frankly it's probably worth 20. Like I wouldn't have been surprised if it was going to be 20 quid, but it was like six, seven quid. And I was like, that's unbelievable value. And yeah, a lot more, honestly too good. I'd say a lot more developers should take note of that or publishers either or, um, cause it was, yeah, I, I couldn't not buy it. It was that good. So I kind of anyway. have a feeling a lot of people who do make those decisions probably looked at that and went, Oh, that's really underpriced. What is in like? Oh, you're losing a lot of money there. Sort yeah, of hell of a lot. They could have made at least double the money on that. Easy. Maybe they don't need the money. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't it's know. Just, it's just weird for a company that tries to suck money out of people to not suck more money out of people. Yeah. You know, that's what. That's what I mean. While we do love game developers and publishers and stuff, a lot of it is just business, right? It's just getting as much money as it was possible. Regardless of uh, morals. <laughs> no, yeah, sure. So, Jay, um, so it's it's the DLC. So there's an extra five or six bosses. There's also another thing called the King's Gauntlet, which is to do with your uh, perfecting your parries. Okay. So that's more. So you don't actually shoot anything in those. That's more about parrying at the right time and stuff like that. Um, you've got Miss Chalice as your new character. She's got a mm. double jump, and her dash is a different button too. So. That makes some of the powering challenges a lot easier. Okay. Um. So yeah. So th there's no run and gun levels, which are just like platforming levels, just bosses, which is kind of cool. I told you, Jay, once I jumped into it, that uh, I found I found it really hard because I haven't played the game in yeah, five years. Yeah, I was gonna years. say, yeah, it's kind of like you fell out of the flow of things, right? So you kind of got to get back into it. So and there are there is a couple of things in game that help with that, either new players or players who haven't played in a long time. They've got a new ability where every third, sixth, and ninth, I think, parry, you get an extra life. And also Miss Chalice, I think, has four lives anyway. So I think Miss Chalice, Miss Chalice, they've used her as a different, like a different she a different a different character to play, but also uh, an ability to hopefully make the game slightly easier, I think. Okay. So it's like a weird yeah, yeah built in difficulty thing. Okay. Yeah. But That's um cool. Naturally, uh, I think all the bosses are fantastic. The designs are great as ever. Like it's one of those Jay where because they they've got the various different stages to them, you just you can't wait to see what they do next with their imagination and obviously with the art style. It's it's fantastic. So eventually got past the difficulty barrier, um, finished it, uh, loved it. There is a story in there too. I mean, I just love every minute. I don't really know what to say. Have you platinumed it or is it just you just played through it? Mm. 
So I never platinum the original game. Um, I had 100G left. Yeah. And I basically you have to finish every boss and expert, and I just, I just, it was that Jay, it was that thing, right? Of like, I can play this and get expert, and I will hate it in the end. Yeah. Or just, or just it finish now. it now and love it. Yeah. Dude, exactly. I was like that. I was like that with Final Fantasy VII remake. Remake. Because I remember yeah. there were some achievements where you had to do some things on hard, and I was like, either I can do this now and hate it or i can just leave it and love it so i was like fuck it i, I don't want to leave this thing on a bad note i've done that with so many games where i'm just like no i just like i mean we were even speaking a little while ago about like prey and uh and dishonored like i know if i played those games on and tried to get the difficult achievements i just i'd hate them by the end of it yeah i don't yeah. really want to do that so i i find it interesting jay like who would have that like who has the motivation to want to do that you know i mean i've definitely had it it's just it fleets very quickly. Yes, yes, it does. Very fleeting. Do, would you argue that we we had it more uh, younger? Like we we put ourselves through more hellish things in terms of games and stuff. Yeah, I think it's because there was a limit. There was not as much uh, options Time. out there, right? Mm. Like there wasn't. Oh, what, in terms um, of games. Yeah, that we just didn't have like hundreds of games. We kind of had like two to six games that we could choose from. So it was kind of like, well, we either put the time into this or just don't play anything. <laughs> True. So that was yeah. It was just uh, you know, supply and demand, I guess. Yeah, true. So they the uh, achievements they've added five hundred game score. I don't know how many achievements they added. I think it was around sort of eleven to thirteen. Yeah, it's sort of in the teens, um, I think. Yeah. So uh, so I did get a couple. There's mm, there's I some saw. to do with hitting uh, beating some bosses with Miss Chalice. There's some for getting an A on every boss uh, in DLC, which I did default. Just saying. Just saying. Um, so there's that. And there's also one for doing the King's Gauntlet, which is um, the the parry challenges, all in one go, uh, without failing one of them. Ooh. I did that on first try. Just, okay. Just saying. Okay. Just saying. So I don't think I'm that bad. No, clearly you, you have, like, you know. I'm okay. The gamer skill, as it were. It definitely started clicking again after a yeah. few a a muscle many memory deaths, kicking actually. in. Many, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it was great, Jay. Um, I think... Is there a oh, yeah, future the sound... for, for uh, Cuphead? Or Cuphead? is that it now? Sure. Because so, I can, well, I can definitely quick... foresee a Cuphead too, 100%. I just just very quickly as well yeah. the music as well was something i checked out after the fact because it's another like i think they composed at least an hour and a half of new music for this dlc so i checked that out on spotify because there's some killer tracks in there yes good question jay what's the future for cuphead so i definitely think they could do a cuphead too i think the majority of their creative efforts have been to do with the cuphead netflix tv show because i believe there's oh, two yeah. seasons of that now so they yeah, must have renewed sense. the second they must have renewed it while they were making the first season because the second season came out really quick mm-hmm. after the yeah, first I'd one. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. So, um, so I, de- I could definitely see a Cuphead too. My interest here, Jay, is what does Studio MDHR do, which is the who made Cuphead, right? Because this is their first and only game and only DLC. They they've done a TV show, so they're they're good at translating into different formats or at least they assisted with the tv show now my question jay is what Mm. whatever they do moving forward is going to really define what sort of studio they are right so are they going to be more known as an innovative uh studio where we don't know what's coming next 
or will they become the 20s 30s cartoon type game developers oh i see like, maybe they... Like, they make a new ip but it's in the style of cuphead yeah do they make a completely different type of game like is it not a 2d platformer with 30s cartoon drawings i don't know do you know what i mean like maybe they make a first person shit i don't know i'm just saying like, like what do they make thing. yeah it's a good question i think we should definitely keep an eye on them yeah because to me it feels like they've just spent the last what like five seven years just doing cuphead 100 percent. so time. either that or they've already had something in development and we're going to hear about it in the next few years well, a lot of people are speculating, Jay, one of the reasons that this DLC took so long was because maybe yeah. they are developing something alongside it. A different game it. alongside it, 100%. Yeah. yeah. They kind of, yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense if, uh, if that was the case. Well, I refuse to believe, even with the TV show, that the whole studio worked, like, has been working on this DLC for the last four years. No, no, ch- no way. No way. Yeah, very unlikely. So we'll we'll see. So what is the I, name like of the developers on that? I always forget. Studio MDHR. MDHR. What does that stand for? Um, I think it's Moldenhauer or Moldenhauser, which are the brothers, the okay. brother's second name, who uh, who made it. They basically founded the studio. Uh, one of the brothers' wife is now one of the leads on on in the studio too. Maya, I believe her name is. Um. So yeah. Two Sweet. Brothers. Well, yeah, I look forward to seeing what comes out of that next because um, they hit the ground running, didn't they? Really? Yeah, and people love this DLC too. So um, I guess you could say done sort of Cuphead yet, almost really. had like quite a viral, uh, you know, initial release. Definitely. Like I feel like it sort of as soon as it hit, you know, the news of it being released, of it coming out, people were like, "Oh, this is like different enough for it to be seen by a lot of people," and, and a lot of people were interested. I feel like they just sort of like almost like. Uh, like I guess brainstormed what was missing in the game community at the time, and it feels like that fit right in. Like there wasn't anything yeah. else that was being made that was like it, so it was very unique. Definitely, and it had that difficulty as well, which I think helped with its popularity with streamers and tubers yeah, I think and stuff like that. That is actually you make a good point there because a lot of people were playing Dark Souls sort of around that time. A lot of people were playing sort of like these Jump King. Sort of like, uh, what's that weird game where you're in a pot and you're like, you know, yeah. swinging the hammer or whatever? It's whatever that game is. Like all these sort of very streamer-esque games. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, really glad I uh, I did that and went off the list, so to speak. Yeah. Another one down. The next game, Jay, um, is the game is a game which I got PS Premium Plus, whatever the, mm. whatever the hell it is, PS Plus Premium, um, wow. just for the remainder of my time with it. It's Stray. Yeah. Cat game. Another short game. The, short game. Uh, I think five or six hours. Okay. Um, How long did game it actually with... take you to finish? <laughs> <laughs> Probably a lot longer uh, than that, I imagine. No, I think it was around six hours, to be uh, fair. Okay, that's surprising. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, another game which should go a little bit viral, to be fair, when it came out. Oh, um, definitely. Yeah, it's weird because I remember yeah. the, the trailer for that we saw. Um, what was it last year at the sort of IGN, you know, like all the sort of, you know, E3 type sure. stuff last year. Oh, the PS5 remember, announcement we saw this. Yeah, first. it was like a showcase or whatever, right? And then I remember seeing it and no, there was no real hype around it. People were just kind of like, eh, I guess so. And then the moment, like the sort of the lead up to it coming out, everyone was like, oh, this game actually looks decent. 
So I think once we saw the gameplay, people were actually impressed, I think. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, I remember being intrigued from the first trailer, but to be fair, Jay, maybe it's a case of we're just so used to games not living up to expectation that people, you know, didn't want it to think it was going to be that good until it came out or we saw it sort of thing. I guess so. Maybe people were also just wanting better things from a um, from the first year of sort of announcements of a new gen, you know. The people were sort of expecting, like, amazing announcements and we didn't really get any last year. Not really. True. So. True. Mm. Yeah. So, um, have you played it, Jay, or anything? I haven't. Or... No. No. Okay. No. So no, you play. I want to play it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean, it's it's a nice adventure game. Um, bit of a platformer. So a couple of puzzles in there too. It's weird. It kind of has. Collect- it looks like it has a feeling of like Portal, where it feels fairly isolating. As a vibe. Yeah, like I remember Portal because you're kind of on your own the entire time. Sure. It just kind of feels like almost like a like a journey type game, you know. It's got or like it's a got fire a bit watch. Of that. Just like very the, very the vibes are good, I guess. Very like calming and I don't know. Nice. Yeah, I think so it has got slight some of that. I think some of that's to do with the fact that there's only robots in the game. Okay. Which is sort of to do with the story. There's no but there are like hubs. There is a cup there is two to three hubs where there's a lot of people or robots moving around and stuff like that but in between those areas in the chapters yeah it's pretty isolating i would say jay you've probably hit the nail on the head there in terms of it's a vibe the whole game is a vibe i think a lot of people are looking for at the minute they're just sort of looking for something really chill yeah there sort of seems to be a side of the community that you know that people just kind of need that chilling out type game rather than having to think too much about oh, okay what am I going to do next it's more of a like oh this is just sort of lean back and sort of you know let things happen kind of game absolutely absolutely and it, it's uh, oh, I'm trying to think of the right words here it is a chill out game and it's a short game mm. and it's a vibey game <laughs> is it going to change the world no but it's definitely a game that we're going to talk about in after this generation and be like, oh, do you remember when Stray came out on yeah, 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 definitely. Well, hopefully the, the company who made it are going to move on to something similar or, you know, do something with the the sort of found audience they have now. Because I think they weren't expecting to get that many people playing it. And I think lots of people have played it now. So they're kind of, you know, there's a lot of people who can keep an eye on that there's developers now and be like oh what are they going to do next and hopefully that means that they're going to make more money off of it yeah absolutely it's always good so by the way know, helping the smaller developers out or whatever yeah 100% I, I was just going to say that I absolutely would get premium even if it's just for a month to play this game I wouldn't buy this game full price just yeah. for those who are wondering or, or whatever um, I would also say that I did all the collectibles on my run through Jay uh, using okay. the YouTube guide Okay. I just felt like it. It's just one of those games, you know. Was um, it like uh, pl- a fairly easy collectible uh, journey? Yeah, there, there's quite a few. There's like 88, but, um, but yeah, fairly easy, fairly easy. I feel like anything over 100 is sort of like a lot, really. Yeah, agreed. Anything under agreed. isn't is sort of fairly reasonable. Yeah, and some of them are pretty quick, to be fair. Okay. So yeah, uh, yeah, fairly reasonable. I didn't platinum it. I did miss a couple of achi- uh, a couple of trophies as well. Go on. What's the music like in that? Has it got a decent oh, sort of? Oh, uh, Jay. Yeah. 
<laughs> very vibey. It's yeah. um, it really has got a lot of cyberpunk vibes. To I was going to say, yeah, kind of like the robots and the sort of futuristic esque kind of. Frankly, Jay, there's a lot of on. anime Korean vibes in this game. Okay. Like, well, like, sort like, of like especially neon. the last, yeah, the last yeah. hub city you go to, or like you know, town square. It's it's all that. It's it's you know, it's Blade Runner. Um, yeah, well, I feel like a lot of like cyberpunk sort of has this built-in Asian uh, culture kind of behind it a lot of the time. Just sort of how it works. So it's sort of like a good mixture of Asian and Western culture. Yeah. So I can yeah, yeah I can see sure. that. I can see that. And I uh I've I have favorited the uh the album uh on uh Spotify because yeah, it, again it's just all vibes, Jay. It's really good background music, I find. Quite um quite like lo-fi i would say but yeah really mm. chill oh really lo-fi. cool yeah okay really cool it's Sweet. um it's not necessarily like hasn't got the impact of like a you know a valhalla soundtrack or a final fantasy soundtrack n- by no means but it matches the vibe of the game really well that's that's always what you want as long as it matches and then, uh, then we'll be good yeah for sure okay. but unless you have any other questions jay that's kind of it really i haven't got much else to say about the game <sighs> as far as i'm aware do you uh, have you played anything else on the on the premium uh, PlayStation thing? That's like exclusive to premium, or yeah. Did you play anything else during your time that you had it, or did you just play? Straight? Well, I've still got it for another few days. I am playing uh, another couple of games that I'm hoping to get done in the next couple of weeks. So I'll talk about them if I get them done. Okay. Fair enough. But aside from that, no, mate. Nothing else. Nothing right. else. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I'll eventually uh, get that uh, PlayStation thing, but not right now. I'm going to be too busy. I'm going to be busy until March, gaming-wise. So, right. Maybe between okay. now and then well, there'll be something interesting added. I imagine uh, April time, May time yeah. might be a good time to uh, cancel Game Pass for a couple of months and maybe try out the PS Plus, maybe. Bit, but then like again, Game Pass months. is probably the one of the things in the last year that surprised me the most. With oh, that's coming to Game Pass. Oh, I'm so glad I already have it. You know, so no game is safe, Jay. No, no it really isn't. Is and it could also happen at any time. They just they just release them. It's like oh, okay, great. Literally, yeah. Oh, Nini Cooney's on the Game Pass. Okay, yeah. Persona. It's funny. Persona uh, Royals Five is coming to. The same day as Buddy Gotham Knights, so is it? If I want to play that, I'm gonna to have to wait until after. Fair. Did you, as a, well? Look, I'm I'm done with my stuff, so I guess as we're moving on to a bit of an interlude now. But did you check out the previews for Gotham Knights? Are you not? Yeah, I'm watching as much as I can. I've still got a couple of videos I need to watch surrounding uh, sort of the skill trees of some of the characters. So. And I mean, most of the story is already leaked online too, so I kind of know really? some stuff. Yeah, a lot of so it was sort of speculated. Thoughts? Like there was, um, I won't say exactly what it was, but there's uh, on the on the Gotham Knights Reddit, a lot of people are sort of like speculating what the story might be, and most people have guessed it on the head, to be honest. So I'm not I'm not annoyed what? that I already know pretty much what the ending is, but um, I don't know the full extent of it, so I'm not gonna like you know go too much further. Do you mean like as in people have kind of guessed the main the main plot? Like yeah, main... I mean just like one aspect of it. Yeah. Okay. 
Right. Which is fine. I mean, it was kind of obvious if you were, if you like, you know, if you sat down and thought, right, well, this could happen, this could happen, this could happen, you're you're gonna get it right, you know. Okay. More than likely, it's it's not like it's not like out of the um out of left field. It's just sort of like, oh, I mean, that makes sense. I can see that happening. Yes, okay. <laughs> Anybody Fair. can guess so, it, but I'm sure there's a lot so we don't know th- yet. So. so, what were your thoughts on uh, everybody else's thoughts on it on the previews and stuff? Um, yeah, because October fifth, I think, was the embargo day where people could talk about talk about it a lot more. Um, it seems to me that a lot of people are sort of unimpressed with the with the combat to a degree. I think it's because all the people who played it only got uh, to play the game in instances throughout the game rather than a steady progression. And I think that was sort of the main thing. A lot of these uh, game journalists were talking about was had they played the game from the beginning to the end the progression of the combat would have felt like you earned it more or like you sort of got used to it whereas just playing it in instances across different save files across the game it didn't really feel natural just felt a bit like you felt almost like god mode too quickly you kind of had to like steadily get there or whatever so um but yeah i mean i haven't really been paying too much attention necessarily it just sort of feels like people are looking forward to it. I haven't really seen anything too bad. I think most people are just saying it's sort of maybe going to be either a 7 or an 8 out of 10. Like it's not going to be groundbreaking, but it's not going to be terrible. But it definitely feels like right in that range of like, you know, the sweet spot for me. Of like, I'm going to enjoy it regardless of how it plays, probably. Yeah, sure. To be fair though, Jay, to be fair, like, well, one, maybe maybe we could all do with a good AAA game, right, with, which isn't filled with microtransactions and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And also, um, you know, you're going to get plenty of hours from it, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be a fairly big game. So. Oh, that's the other thing I want to talk about, uh, Gotham Knights, is the trophies or the achievements have been released. Okay. And they're, they're promising. <laughs> There's promising no... There's no difficulty ones. Oh. So any any that you think I'm gonna have to play through this twice or anything or? Um. There may be a couple depending on how the game works, where you could play it up to four times. But it's only because you need to do certain things with all four of the characters. But I know you can switch between any of the characters just in one playthrough. So if I really wanted to, I could do everything in one playthrough, but I'm tempted to go through it multiple. I'm not really sure yet. So. Okay. But to be fair, though, the Arkham games all had pretty good trophy lists, didn't they? I will list? say this one is very similar to Arkham in that you sort of need to beat certain enemies a number of times. Um, and there's a lot of collectibles. <laughs> From sure. what I've seen. There's like at least 200 and something collectibles. So. Oh, okay. Lit, I, lit, I say the collectible... Or? No, it's similar, but not really. I say the, the from what I've seen, I reckon the trophies or the achievements that are gonna bug me um, are situational in that they could either be super easy or they could be super uh, random. Like um, like I'd have to get the exact time in the game to be able to like do it. Not necessarily like a story position, but more like a uh, a random enemy generator type thing. Like, I need to be able to do a certain amount of things during one. Because the way the game works is there's like knights 
So like you have a twenty a twelve hour period where you can do a certain amount of things in that twelve hours, and then the next twelve hours are during the day where you're back in the home base figuring out what you're going to do the next night. So you actually you play the game throughout the night. You don't really play it through the day. So there's sort of like a, a weird sort of like not a time system, but you can only get so much done during a day or during a night. And there's like crimes you have to take care of during the night. But if you miss one or two, then those crimes never got solved or you know weren't prevented from being committed. Like if someone got mugged and you didn't help them, they were just they got mugged. That was it, right? And I think one of the trophies is to uh, either solve and or prevent every crime that happens in one night. So I don't know if that's going to be one of the things you can just do randomly, like it'll just happen and you're you're good enough for the game to do it, or you actually need to like get far enough into the game where you sort of know your way around and you can do things, you know. I don't. I'm just not sure if it's timed necessarily. I don't think it is. I think it'll just be like a matter of whether you bother to do it or not, really. Yeah, I totally get you. Or maybe like whether you've unlocked enough skills that you're yeah. good enough to finish the crime in 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 quick succession. Sort I don't of think it'll like be a time you... thing necessarily. I think I'm hoping it'll just be whether you bother to do it. I think you can you can probably help every crime every night. Yeah. It's just whether you bother to do it or not. I think that's probably yeah, what, it's down, yeah, what it comes totally. down to. Because let's say there's like 20 crimes in one night. Are you really going to do all of them before you want to move on? You know. Yeah. It's just sort yeah. of like you can, and you'll get the trophy for it at the one time, but. And it sounds like maybe uh, I mean I'm not sure if they do, but maybe all the crimes show up as soon as the night begins. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that. Like, I don't know. So there's uh, supposedly there's like a weird sort of like detective thing surrounding it, where the only way you can get a crime to pop up is if you've investigated clues leading up to it. Something like that. But they're all random. Yeah, so it's a little bit like Spider-Man in that a crime can just like occur. Yeah. Or it'll be a matter of you finding a clue that leads you to that crime. Right. Okay. Sometimes. So actually, like a weird mixture between miss... the two. Yeah, you, you could potentially miss, miss some. Yeah, which yeah. I think is why okay. there's a trophy surrounding it. So. Okay. Maybe you might know. get it accidentally. Who knows? Um, but there's definitely like a couple ones where I'm like, maybe if I don't play the game enough, I wouldn't get it. But I'd have to play it again or keep playing it. Apparently, there's like an end game. Um, after this main story, there's like a thing that can keeps you coming back, like a replayable Great. thing. So. Great. Okay. That'll be interesting to see. Nobody knows what it is yet, so that'll be interesting to see. Okay, fair enough. Is there combat trials in this one? Yes, there is trials. I don't. Th- I'm not sure if it's combat. I think they're called the Belfry trials. So either it's some sort, it's some some sort of like training mode, where I think if you do like all the trials in like Gold Star or Three Stars out of three, like similar to Batman, yeah. Fair. Like okay. the Predator all trials, right. like similar stuff like that, right? So I'm hoping that that's yeah. not going to be too difficult because it doesn't say anything about doing it on difficulty. It just says about finishing them. So, well, we'll not even three that. stars. Well, it doesn't say anything about that. It just just says complete all trials. So, it doesn't say complete Ooh. them to max. It just says complete them. But well, I don't know. Okay. We'll see when we get there. Yeah. Okay. Because I am going to be following a guide. So, speaking <sighs> of Dead Space. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, the uh, Dead Space remake got a new trailer that came out. Uh, yeah, I checked it out before we should talk about it, Jay. Yeah. Uh, did you did you just watch it? Did you I did just watch, watch it? it. Yeah. Okay. Thoughts. Thoughts. I think the game looks amazing. It's definitely. That's the thing. There's a bit of a debate really about whether it needed it. You know, like a lot of people yeah. were like, a lot. I think there's a huge debate at the minute just in the gaming community about remasters and remakes, and a lot of ones that have been done recently, like um, Last of Us. People were like, didn't re- not really necessary. Like, who wants to pay seventy quid for a game that you could buy for a fiver 
if it wasn't the remastered or the HD version or whatever it is. So a lot well, of people are sort of speculating anyway, yeah. that on every 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 one of these remasters we get now, people are like, do we need it? I'm not going to pay all that money for that again. So I don't know. I think well, um, is this, this going to be on the A Play, Jay? Because like it might be, right? I doubt it. It'd be good if it was, because I'd probably I'd probably play it if it was on that. Yeah, I'm not going definitely not going to buy it, this thing. Definitely not. Jesus. Well, if it if I mean if it's still EA, which I think it is, then it should come to EA Play is, in like actually. six months. I think it is because EA Motive are making it as far as I'm aware. Oh, maybe then. So, I yeah. don't know. I'd 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 only play this if I had nothing else to play. Fair. You know what, Jake? What about? Okay, so you funny because you said, "Oh, this looks a lot like Resident Evil," and I thought the same thing when I watched the trailer. Well, no, I just all... there was like a certain enemy that reminded me of a certain enemy in Resident Evil. I just can't remember. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. So that's probably where they got inspiration from that, I imagine. I also, Jay, I definitely noticed like, you know, oh, that lighting looks good or that graphic looks good. But I will be honest with you, Jay, it's one of those things where for a remake, I think it's a remake anyway. Like it was one of those things where I thought, man, this looks how I remember. I'm sure it looks a lot better than that, but it looked how I remember it looking. Yeah, it definitely looks a lot better if you look at the comparison. I mean, Jesus Christ. But um, I'd say the main thing okay. was sort of like just graphical... Uh, like the poly- amount of polygons, I guess you want to say. <laughs> like it just looks, it looks like a 4K version of the previous game. Sure. Um, and you know, all the textures are just amazingly brilliant. But the lighting and the audio, I think, those two are the main things. They, they, um, yeah, the, the light design and the, and the sound design is like the main things they focused on, just to make it a lot more scary. I think. I think they also changed some of the level design too, potentially. Really? There were definitely there were definitely some things that weren't as uh, that were sort of like. A bit 360 generation. Yeah, just a bit sort of naff in comparison. So, Okay, so it sounds like neither of us are definitely going to play this day one, but maybe if it comes out for free, we'll, we'll check it out maybe. There's a thing here saying about um, the developers speculated um, that the, the success of Star, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and the Capcom remakes of Resident Evil 2 or 3 were part of the influence as to why they did this in the first place. They were like, oh, if they can do it, then we can probably be able to do it too. Isn't it amazing that companies kind of cool. like EA have to look at another company before they do something like that? I mean, who would have thought uh, people want a Dead Space remake? Who would have thought? I mean, Jesus Christ. I don't know. I feel like I definitely would have been screaming for this like seven or eight years ago <laughs> oh no that's what I'm saying Jay like, I feel like it's, it's an actually thing, been but... made on the Frostbite engine as well which is probably why it looks so good right okay I thought I thought the Frostbite one was the one that they keep making all the developers use and it's not very good um, Frostbite was the one that they use for all their battle field games um, what about um, Anthem what was that made on that's a good question. Probably Frostbite as well. I'm not sure. So I'm sure that was part of the reason that, that game suffered, but anyway. Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. That's the thing about engines nowadays is that um, there's quite a bit of difference in a lot of them, to be honest. Like Most people still use um, Unreal, but I we know Capcom have got engines. the Resident Evil one now, haven't they? So. Yeah, we will actually... Yeah, that's true. We will talk about engines uh, in due course, Jay, actually. So... Without further ado, should we move on to the news? See what's sure. going on? Do you want me to transition to the news or just keep it on this? I reckon keep it on this for now. What do you okay. think? Yeah, we'll you you want to try news? Are you going to try news? No, try we'll, news? we'll keep it on this. It'll be fine. 
I don't mind trying it. Yeah, I do. I, we'll see. <laughs> we may transition, we may not. I don't know. All right. Jay, you're up first. Yeah. Uh, okay, hold Remind on. I'm gonna have me. to check out. I'm gonna have to check out where these sources come from. So we do a half. Okay. Probably IGN. Probably IGN. That's where I get most of my Probably news. Probably IGN. Uh, the first one: Activision acquisition given the okay in Brazil. Yes. Why is this uh, significant, Jay? Like, was Brazil one of the blockers for them? Do we know? Or... <sighs> I don't know. I think there's like a company in Brazil. That is, I want to say each continent sort of has its own like hub uh, that keeps track of its like uh, some sort of legal thing that either allows certain companies to have so much power or something. Like obviously there's like the EU for Europe or uh, that was called European Union. Yeah. Yeah. There's the EU for Europe. I'm not really sure. I guess America probably has its own. It looks like South America has one in Brazil, and then I imagine Asia probably has one in in different countries. I'm not really sure, but they're sort of like you know there to make it so companies have uh, some level of like it's almost like all to do with like loot boxes and stuff. Like certain governments are you know allow games to be sold depending on certain criteria, and I think the one in Brazil. Um, were the first to say okay to this acquisition because a lot of people, I know that the EU is sort of speculating that it might not go through over here because they're worried that they're going to have too much of a monopoly on uh, on certain products so but it looks like Brazil didn't even, like they literally said you know, because I think, I think the biggest problem is that Sony is trying to uh, trying to get almost like get in the middle of this whole thing so they, they don't they aren't affected by it, basically. They, they know that if this happens, that they're going to be massively affected by it. And they're probably going to lose out on a lot of money. Um, and the Brazil's main comment was basically, yeah, we're saying this is okay because we're not sucking up to Sony. Just in different words, basically. I can't remember what the exact quote was, but it was basically to the effect of, yeah, we're not going to suck up to another company just because they're scared they're going to lose out on money. Which I thought was quite interesting. That is interesting. So Brazil had, had literally zero issue with it. So hopefully every, everyone else has zero issue with it as well. Because we're going to find out in November whether or not it's going to be okay for Europe, I think. So, And if this does go through, it means we might be able to play bloody Call of Duty on Game Pass. Well, hey. Yay! Because I'm not paying what? fucking 70, 90 quid for Call of Duty. Yay! Yay. Fuck that, yeah! <laughs> so, Jay, what if it doesn't go through in like November or whatever? Then there'll be another investigation, and I'll try again next year, I imagine. Oh my god! Right, okay. The base has got to keep pushing it through until it happens. Yeah, I'd rather it sooner rather than later, just so we. Can... Okay, one because let's be honest, Jay, it's not going to make them too competitive, and two, I won't call you on Game Pass. So yeah, we won't call you on Game Pass. I don't care what Sony says; just let us have it. Come on. <laughs> Screw you guys. Screw you. It does almost Sony. feel like there is like a sort of weird gaming war happening between Microsoft and Sony again. It does kind definitely. of feel like Sony are on the losing side. It's uh it definitely seems to have heated up like it did back in the old days over the last few months for sure, yeah, Jay. There's a lot of chatter about that. A lot it's of definitely that. um it's definitely some stuff happening behind the scenes, I imagine, yeah. So, Jay, let's talk about C D Project Red. So Please, they've yeah. been active on Twitter. 
Would you like to tell me what's been going on? Because I don't really know what's been going on. It's funny. Me and you sort of have, like, we share CD Projekt Red at this point in terms of what game of theirs we prefer. (laughs) Sure. Like, you prefer the Witcher series and I prefer the Cyberpunk series. Um, But to be fair, I haven't played Cyberpunk yet, to be fair. But Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you've played it a little, just not to the uh, extent that that you should have, I guess. Um, Correct. Correct. But it seems they are going full steam ahead with more Witcher games and more Cyberpunk games. They are officially making a sequel to Cyberpunk. Okay, so break this down for me, Jay, because I've heard the I've heard the title five new games. Yes. The first game is called Sirius. We think. The code name is called Sirius. Yeah, first one's called Sirius. As in, like you're being you're being funny, you're being serious. No, serious as in like serious black. Ah, cool, cool, cool. Which cool, is also, cool. I think, the name of a of a moon or a sun. Oh, okay. Um, serious is a new game from the molasses flood. Do you know what the molasses flood is? No. Neither do I. Something to do with Witcher, but I'm not really sure what it is. Don't know. I feel like we should know what that is. I don't know. Okay, very, I've got the, I've got the low down here, Jay, if it's okay for Please. me to go through. So, this is from IGN. Um, so That's literally what is... I just spent the last five minutes trying to look up, is you not bothering to click the fucking link for some reason. Because I can't do it because I'm recording. <laughs> I thought you wanted to talk through it because it's your story. I did, but for fine. some reason you wouldn't click the link. <laughs> I was like, right, okay, fine, I'll fucking do it then. Okay, so... Uh... <laughs> Jesus. Right. Five games. Orion. Next cyberpunk game. Yes. Right, okay. Polaris. Next installment of the Witcher series. Yes. Which they announced was in pre-production. It is the beginning of a new saga. We aim to release two more Witcher games after Polaris, creating a new AAA RPG trilogy. Hopefully... The trilogy is intended to be released in a six-year period. Yeah. That's a funny joke. Well, you read that wrong. Well, you interpreted it wrong. Okay, sorry. So what will happen is the first game will come out, and then in six years, the next two games will come out. So there'll be one every three years. So there'll no, be the first... The full trilogy. This yes, full I trilogy know, but intended. you interpreted it wrong. Trust me, I've, got, I've gone over this with them and looking at other articles. The okay, first okay, new okay. Witcher game will come out, which are four, and then yeah. after, over the next six years, two more will come out. I understand. So in theory, it'll actually probably be about nine years of development for three games, but it'll be six years after the first game comes out. That's how long it'll take. I understand. I understand. Because people were getting arsy about that online. I was like, yeah, if I can figure it out then, because it's annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Kinesis Majoris, a full-fledged Witcher game separate to the new Witcher saga, starting with Polaris. Wait, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. What? 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 So this is not a sequel to Polaris. This is a separate game. No, separate game. Just an open world Witcher RPG. Hey, does it? Okay. Sirius, uh, a code name for the game developed by the Molasses Flood, set in the Witcher universe and created with support from CDPR. Mm. A multiplayer gameplay on top of a single player experience. How interesting. And the final one is Hadar. A code name are you, are you deliberately in... saying these wrong? No. Canis 
Majoris is the other one, by the way, not Kenise. And it's Hadar, like Radar. <laughs> fucking Hadar. Were you, were you fucking reading Star Wars fanfiction or something? <laughs> Jesus. I'm pretty sure these know. are all like like star or moon names. Which is probably the reason why I, I know. I fucking them, but... know. I'm too busy, oh, Jay. I don't do astrology. Oh, a my code God. name for a third <laughs> entirely distinct IP created Yay! from scratch. New IP. Earlier stages of the creative process. Right, Jay, before you give your well-earned thoughts on all well, five I of don't these, even know, if you fancy it, okay, I want to know what yours are about the Witcher stuff. That's all okay, I really, why I'll the fuck am I Orion. hearing about anything that's not going to come out for 10 years' time? Why are we talking about this? Why did you tweet about it? I don't want to hear it. None of this exists until it exists. None well, of it. None of, of it exists, exists. Jay. Some of it exists. Sure, some of it exists. They've been working on it no, for at least most the last of this two does or three not years. Exist. Most of this does not. I'll tell you about a book I'm going to write in 10 years' time, but I'm only going to start writing it in 10 years' time. Who do you think so you are, George R.R. Martin? 20 times. Yeah, well, good. I-, I like that, Jay. I like that. Jay, this pisses me off. Doesn't It actually doesn't piss me off at all. It gives, I think it's the complete opposite. I think, I think it's good because you're letting people know that you're working on stuff. We know they're working on stuff. Yeah, but do we? Until they say it? Yeah. No. Of course we do. Maybe what? not. Maybe not. We right. don't know to the extent of what they're working on. I think part of the reason they're doing this is because they've sort of like, CD Projekt Red have sort of done this thing uh, where they're making it a lot more apparent on what they're working on. Like they're being a lot more transparent about exactly what they're doing. They've even put out graphs of like the num- number of people or the percentage of people working at CDPR working on specific things over the next couple of years. Like they've actually got like a thing that says like twenty percent of the CDP, uh, CDPR are working on the new DLC for Cyberpunk across this time period, and then it changes from twenty percent to thirty percent over the next months after that. Like they're showing exactly who's working on what, when, who, when, where, why, how, and all that kind of stuff. That's cool. Yeah, but it's just I don't cool to care. know that. Stuff. I just want a finished. It is cool, but I just want a finished product. <laughs> well, yeah, like, but like think about you it, right? Put five you, people on it. I'd, give like... it like four years. You'll be like, why haven't CDPR told us about anything? Jay, that's literally what every developer does, but yeah, I assume I they're working on something. And then they'll come out and they'll go, surprise, it's The Witcher 4. And then everyone goes, well, we thought it might have been that, but that's amazing. Yes, we I didn't actually where know until, until you showed us the trailer. And then you show us everything and it's coming out in four months. That's incredible. No, 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 no. We know about all these games. For the next, Jay, I'm not exaggerating. This is the next 15 years. Probably, yeah, it probably is, if not more. It is kind of a a, a double-edged sword, really, in that, yes, we it's cool that they're being a lot more transparent and we don't now know all the stuff, but the bad side of it is that we won't get that cool epic moment of like, oh, like we had, we we might have thought it was that, but we weren't 100% sure, so now we're like super hyped around it. Like there's... The sort of the hype level is sort of diminished because we now know it's potentially coming. But we don't know if they're doing putting out all this effort now to tell us about all this stuff, and then eventually they're going to just like go quiet for like four years, and then nothing's going to come out, you know, until like the marketing for the next thing comes out. So I reckon if they did that, 100%. I think it would probably still be fine, potentially. I agree. Because we've known about Starfield, we've known about uh, Elder Scrolls Six for the last what four or five years. Yeah, correct. It's not yeah. coming out for another two or three, maybe, maybe, maybe four. Correct, and I'm pissed off about it. Well, there we go. Can't really but help. Yeah, it now. no, you're right. 
maybe <laughs> this is that but way worse like and like you say jay uh <sighs> like i don't know what to say like i it's yeah. almost like getting people's wallets ready i think is the other side of it right it's like how can the we get these people cycle. to make sure they save money to definitely be able to buy this thing oh i know we'll let them know 10 years ahead of time and then when it does come out they'll have prepared anyway See, my thinking, Jay, is that if you make a game good enough, people are going to buy it, like Elden Ring. People, like, no, you're telling me 13 million people put it aside their wallet. No, they didn't. The game came out, it stormed, and people thought, I need to play that, I'll buy it. I'd say there's like a good 30 to 40% of those people probably did put the money away, and the sure, other 60 sure. to 70 probably yeah. didn't, and like you say, just yeah. stormed it, and then, yeah, so. I, I think what I the, it's, it is, again, it's a marketing strategy, and the of all the people that will eventually buy it, if only a third of those people put the money away, you're at least guaranteed this. Whereas had you not sure. told anyone about it, you might have only been guaranteed half of that. Sure. So it's just trying to, to, you know, guarantee a bit more than than what they could have potentially had. I hear you. So it's, hear again, you. it's just all business. It's all business, baby. I just... Uh, I don't know, Jay. I just what what do I what do I say what what do we say what do we say well, I'm, I'm we don't just, know I'm anything excited. about these games. I'm just hopeful. If anything, it gives me hope. But we need hope for what, Jay? Hope for what? Hope for a better gaming industry. Hope for better quality games. Oh, just because they're they're making a lot of games. Hope for improvement. Hope for new IP. Just hope for anything better than what we already have. And I feel like what we sure. have now is infinitely better than what we had ten years ago. I even if it disagree, even if it may seem terrible, if you really look, I mean, to be honest, if you want to go that deep into it, most of what we have now is pretty similar to what we had ten years ago. There's not not a lot has changed. <laughs> I think yeah, the only thing yeah, that's really yeah. changed is um, graphical fidelity is slightly improved. The uh, hardware that we use is uh, heavily improved since Xbox One generation and PS4 generation. Yeah. So I think if anything, there is improvements, it's just they may not be as grand as what you would imagine. Yeah. And I can imagine in 10 years from now, there will be improvements, but they just, again, they won't be as grand as what they, what we could have hoped. Because that's the thing, as, as we move forward, technology, the jump between technology gets smaller and smaller every year. Like from the 50s to the 60s, the amount of technology that was founded was like more than what was probably found in the last 40 years before now. Just because there was so much that was happening, whereas like every year, every decade, there seems to be less and less being able to, less leaps in in you know, in technology, and we've, we've, that carries on and in every facet. Yeah, see, because I think some people would argue. I agree with you, but I think some people would argue there's there's even bigger gaps, right? But like that, just even if that's the case, we well, don't no, see it. Right? It depends on the terminology you use. By oh, gap, what do you mean mind. by gap? Or what you what you just saying earlier in terms of like um, technology? Well, no, I just mean developed. like a leap in te- in like discovery, like going from Xbox One to Series X is a fair leap, but it's not as much of a leap as probably from like 360 to Xbox One. Well, see, I think what people would argue is that it's a bigger leap because the Series X is say five times more powerful than the Xbox One. If that sure. makes sense. Sure. But like, I get where you're coming from because. Yeah. While that might be the case, the games are the same. I guess. I guess so. Yeah, but I mean, to me, they're they're a lot bigger of a difference. I'd say. I just I feel like some people look at 
look at it with a wide lens and go, oh, it looks the same. But as soon as you zoom in, you start to see the glaring differences, and they're good. Good yeah. glaring differences, because I'd rather play that than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, totally. you know. For the most part, yes. For the most part. I understand. Yeah. I guess a good yeah. example is comparing Dead Space on 360 to now. Like, that's quite a leap. Yeah. I think, 100%. you know. I, yeah, this, funnily enough, Jay, I'm not trying to be controversial to you. This does, this gives me anything but hope. This just gives me, okay, okay we, we, you're telling, we more and more of the conversation is being around things that are not there, things, I know they are there, and I'm sure they're well intended, but Jay, the, the breakdowns that you're talking about, very interesting and really interesting to know, Um, but I don't believe for a second that you can have that sort of schedule and structure and it go to plan in game development. Well, no, there'll clearly be differences and things won't exactly... There'll probably be delays here and delays there, but this is just like a broad scope, really, isn't it? Sure. sure. I also think a lot of this is to help mitigate what happened with Cyberpunk in that if you give a game 10-plus years of lead-up and hype and all of a sudden the game that comes out isn't to what 10 years of imagination does to someone... And yeah. obviously, it's not going to have that great of a launch, right? Whereas if you give them time to think, less time to think, oh, it's going to be that amazing, and you sort of give them more of a realistic development schedule, then their expectations aren't going to be as high, which means hopefully when the game does come out, they're not going to be as disappointed as they were with something like Cyberpunk. And I think for a lot of people, Death Stranding was that similar thing. Like We knew about it for years and years and years, and people were like, oh, this thing's going to be the best thing ever. And then it came out, and only about half those people agreed that it was still the best thing ever. And the other half were like, oh, this isn't as good as what I thought it was going to be. But isn't, Jay, isn't this news announcement going against what you're saying there? Because they're telling us ahead of time. They are, but it's less time than something like Cyberpunk, so where it was like 10, 13 years, right? Do you think? Yeah, yeah. I, we'll see the Cyberpunk game, we'll see probably in like five years. And the Witcher games you think we'll see quite soon, do you? Two to three. The first one we'll see in two to three. Okay, all right. But then after that, it'll be another six years. So we won't see the last. We won't see Witcher 6, in quotes, until probably 2029, 2030. Okay. Maybe. I mean, they could even do like a... What what have we had sequel to a game that's come out fairly quickly recently? What's like the smallest time between game sequels that were actually Mm. decent? Or maybe not yeah. decent. My thoughts are going to Sony first party. God of War Ragnarok. Sure. That's what? Four three? Years. three. Uh, no, no, it will be four, yeah, because it's coming out next year. No, it's coming out this year. I know. Oh, it was 2018, wasn't it? Out... I always think it was yeah, 2019 yeah. that came out. I don't know why. Sorry. Yeah, four years. Uh, that's, that's, that's a decent amount of time. I feel like Assassin's Creed is probably it, right? One every year. Every or every year, other year. That's probably years. that's probably the example. Well, it it will be three by the time. Well, it'll be four by the time the big one comes out. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you could also make yeah, an argument Creed. for something like Pokemon as well. Call of Duty. There's usually suppose, Call of Duty's but... one every year. Yeah, there's another one, yeah. but there isn't much variation in those, I guess. Yeah, true, true. But they're still all you know, still making a lot of money. So uh, whatever, whatever happens with that, I don't know. Right, let's move on, Jay. Uh, a very, very interestingly looking new Need for Speed game has been announced called Unbound. Yay. Looking with a new art style, Pusha T. There's 
there's cool music in the background. Looks like a bit of a reinvention for the franchise. Jay, you're our racing gamer out of us two. What are your thoughts on this trailer? I love it. So the whole the whole thing behind this is they're trying to go back to the Need for Speed Underground style of Need for Speed. Love that it. is sort of what a lot of the developers are saying. They're saying, yep, yeah, we want to kind of finally go back to how Underground was because we all grew up on that, so we want to make it again. Um, but in our vision rather than, you know, we don't want to just copy and paste. We kind of want to do it again, but in uh, in the sort of modern day. So they want to make the modern day Need for Speed Underground, which I'm very happy about. So I think the whole like unbound underground thing is sort of like a, a play on that too. So. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it also looks like this is the first time Criterion's made it at Need for Speed in, in, in nearly a decade. I assume they were the uh, key people behind a lot of the more classic Need for Speeds. Yeah. I assume so. Yeah. Because I'd say that the only, it's weird. The last the last two Need for Speeds that came out, I really really loved, but the ones before that weren't that great. I've played the last three Need for Speeds, um, but there was sort of like a middle ground between like 2012 and 2016, 2017, where there was just loads of shit. It was just really bad. So uh, yeah, it seems to me that Need for Speed is having a bit of an upswing at the minute, and I'm enjoying it while it's happening. So. Yeah, and also I said to you, Jay, but I think before we started recording that uh, this is exactly what I'm looking for. You know, here's a surprise trailer. Nobody knew it was coming. And yeah, it's coming it comes out, in two out months. less than two months. Amazing. <laughs> like Amazing. They, I think they the release. Yeah, they it was like three days, so it would be like a seven and a half weeks after they released the reveal trailer. The game's coming out. It's kind of like oh shit, you know. Also, Jay, was like the like least amount of time I've ever seen. I think for a game. <laughs> Was I right in thinking time. that some of that trailer was gameplay and that like it had like like you could see like drawings and things happening while uh-huh. you were driving and things? Yeah, that's so cool. It's got a very like almost comic booky kind of. I think that the the thing I saw in a lot of the articles was they want to kind of go with a very graffiti type, sketchy type look to it. So yeah, I think that's weird. Like I'll, I'll, the one of the bigger um influences in in racing games recently has been jdm which is sort of like this japanese drift type uh driving okay um and it's, it's sort of almost like a style of car too a lot of uh, japanese cars are sort of in that style sort of very like low riders like big wheels big rims very reminiscent of like midnight club and old school need for speed basically but like in the more sort of japanese asian modern style so uh, which is one of my favorite uh racing uh, cultures, I guess. So, um, as long as they include more of that, I'm happy. Awesome. Are you getting this day one? Oh yeah, I'm getting it day minus three. Day minus three. Because it comes out on the second of December, but you can get it on the 29th of November if you have EA Play, which most Game Pass people do, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I know you can pre-order the game right now for a cheaper yeah. amount as well on with Game Pass. So. Jay, when's your birthday? Twenty-eight. Eleventh. So it comes oh, out a day wow. after my birthday. That's cool. And I've got bloody also, Pokemon two weeks before that as well. So did Jay? Yeah, you messaged me, didn't you, about um, something to do with your birthday release in Arkham Knights? Was it uh, in Gotham Knights? Was it or no? No. Well, it was Pokemon probably Pokemon and or Need for Speed. Okay. Right. It, it was weird. I remember oh. uh, one of the Call of Duties came out on my birthday many years ago. But it was oh, one I didn't like, one. so I was like, no. Uh bit nerf but i feel like call of right. duty have been getting coming out earlier and earlier they used to come out in november but now they're coming out october yeah yeah agreed 
Agreed. they changed it. Uh, a lot of reviews come out soon, Jay. A lot of games coming out, so it'll be interesting to see all the different reviews and stuff, you know? Yeah, I feel like October and February of next year are stacked. Like, there's literally, like, 12 games coming out in both. Like, Crikey. big ones, so... I do find it quite exciting just to see the general uh, reaction, you know, and, and thoughts on games, even if I don't play them. It's uh -huh. quite exciting. Uh -huh. Me too. Next up, Jay, Skull and Bones is delayed Delayed again. again. What, until next year? Until next year. Yeah, when was it, like March? Oh, I don't even know. I think I'm up in March, because February would have been disastrous. Know, it's because this game's going to be terrible. Yeah, um, I don't think sorry. it's going to be. I think it's, al it's already been in development for like 10 plus years at this point. So It's, it's not looking then good. Then again, so is Dead, Dead Island 2, but I'm still looking forward to that. So. That game looked good, to be fair. That game looked good. Yeah. Jake, I'm kind of hoping little... it's just... It, it's weird, because Dead Island 1 had like a very weird... Had uh, like, a, like a weird feeling to it. Like it felt very like uh, like a laggy... Uh, transit. Like you put a press in a, a button and it would like take a second to get latency yeah really it felt like it had like a, a built-in latency even though it didn't but it felt like it did which i'm hoping they've gotten rid of that in dead island 2 because it just felt awful that's my biggest gripe with that game was the weird latency feeling it was awful Fair. other than that Fair. great jay there was a game i finished which i forgot to speak to you about go on then i got another one one to another make it a one? trilogy i mean that efficient Okay, that's good. Efficiency. The Dark Pictures Anthology Little Hope are played with L. Little Hope. Remind me what that one is. So oh, hang one. on. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, that's the uh, the one where they're sort of like in a foresty type area, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's it had the guy. The... Asked, you remember the child actor? Will is it Will Poulter? Yeah, he's also name? playing uh, in the new Guardians movie. He's playing um, Adam Warlock, and he is oh, okay. buffed up. Jay, every actor who plays no. Marvel films buffed up. Dude, look at you need to Google a picture of him right now. Steroids. Pi dude, steroids. picture him in your head and how skinny and weird he looks. Now think about how he looks if he's like just like fucking barrel chested, dude. He's massive. He looks like bloody Chris Pratt. He's just like whoa. He is mahoosive now. I know. He went hard. He went on the Marvel diet, dude. He looks like Thor. Dude, he looks fucking steroids, bro. No, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. All right. So yeah, so that, so we played that. Me and I'll play that. I think it's sort of like four or five hours ish. Really? Thought it was good. Thought it'd be yeah, longer than that. Was I was singing more like six to eight, but right. nah, bro. Nah, 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 nah. Okay. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was good. Um, thought the ending was predictable, but it was, it was good. Yeah. And most of them Quite a few jump scares, which I thought was a bit poor. Well, that's the whole like point of the game. Well, I like, yeah, I know, but like, I, I would rather it? be scared by vibe and that sort of thing. <laughs> like over... something like Dead Space should be like that level of horror, not um, like I feel like those kind of uh, what are they dark pictures games? They're very like yeah. they're sort of like a like a like a C list horror movie, but other game. Yeah, like there's like really cheap jump scares where I was like, ah, you got me, but eh, you know, was it warranted? Not really. You could have done better than that. But... Well, that's the thing, though, Jay, is that apparently House of Ashes, which is the one after that, yeah. and Until Dawn, they have that. They're like a B slash A horror. Like I feel like it's fairly with... similar in that it's just a lot nah. of cheap, cheap jump scares. I'm... I mean, I've played but Until it... Dawn. It's very pretty much that. 
we chatting about? Until Dawn's Fantastic. It starts yeah, I'm with not saying being it's bad. That. I'm just it saying that's kind of what it is. And then it evolves into like an actual horror game. Yeah, it definitely gets there. It definitely ramps up. There's another one we're missing. There was that one on the boat. Yeah, Man of Medan. Or Man Man of, yeah, there we go. Yeah. 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 Uh, me and I played through that one too. So yeah, so basically we bought this one, Jay, and we were like, right, we'll play play online co-op and you one of you could basically download the free version of the game. Yeah. No, lies. You both now have to buy the game online. Bullshit. Why are games, Jay, no co-op, no co-op and anything anymore. It's well, pissing me off, man. Gotham Knights has, uh, has co-op. Online? Split screen? I don't know if it's split screen. I mean, it has I think, online co-op. Well, it has online co-op. Very good. Well, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga J doesn't have online co-op. Do we live in 2002? Apparently. What the fuck is going on, guys? I don't know. So, yeah. So, anyway. So, it was on the PS Plus uh, membership. So, Elle played it through that. Okay. So, um, we finished it. We got a few trophies. Blah, blah, blah. Enjoyed our time. The reason I'm telling you that, Jay... It's because a week later, there was a PS5 update for it. Yay! Just after me and I'll play it randomly after not playing it for like eight months. Yeah, it's pretty Great. typical. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So that's that. So Man of Medan and Little Hope, they're, do- they're doing more, Jay, than just like textures. Like they've put in new content. I think they've amended some endings. They basically want to pull oh. up the first two Dark Pictures episodes to a higher standard that the other ones have, apparently. Yeah, because obviously you because start lot- somewhere, but then they obviously improved as they went and thought we had to go back and improve those to the same quality as the latest ones. I think so. That's what I, yeah. that's what I see. I can like. understand so, that. Yeah. I can understand that. So that's that. Because that um, is, again, another series that came out. The sequels come out fairly quickly after one another. I'm pretty sure it's one every year for the last three or four years, right? But they're not, like you said, they're not exactly long games, necessarily. No. So no, it's no, yeah, pretty I easy to do. they are pretty consistently. You yeah, could probably release yeah. all those as like a quadrilogy, right? Well, I think they're planning to do seven or eight of them. Well, there you go. So we'll see, I guess. Yeah. Um, next <coughs> up, Jay, we've got quite, we've got some meaty snooze stories here. I'm going to be honest. Snooze so stories. Start... <laughs> so I'll start with this one. Um, as I would say, 98% of the gaming population expected, Stadia has shut down officially. Uh, uh-huh. um, Again, I think that def- it yeah. definitely is. It's sort of like a mixture of being um, too late and too soon. Mm. Because it is basically what Netflix is, or what Game Pass is right now. Um, it's just it's up against Game Pass, so it's kind of like tough, you know. I think had Game Pass not existed, this might have actually been able to flourish. I think that's half the battle. I also think the subscribe you can't have people subscribe and pay lump sums for their games. I just don't. That's think That's true. Works. Yeah, I think you'd you'd have to pay the subscription, and then that'd be it. That you had all the games available. You can't do. Or lump you just pay lump sum, right? Or something. Yeah, it's got to yeah. be one or the other. You can't. Yeah, you can't do both because yeah, what's the point at that point? You know. Yeah. Did you think it was going to shut down or what? Were you... I didn't think it'd be this quick. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think uh, a lot of people were saying something about how, like, previous very old consoles had had like their entire generation in the same amount of time, and how they're like so beloved now in comparison. You know. Sure. So it's kind of like, you know, they managed to do so little with with the same amount of time that others did so much with. It just felt like a bit of a waste, I think, for a lot of people. Jay, oh, next well. up, a very controversial story. 
Um, just rumors, just speculation, which you know I'm not a huge fan of talking about. But apparently, there may or may not be a Horizon Zero Dawn remaster slash remake in the works. So Jay, yeah, this is like part of the I... argument I was making earlier about people being like, we don't need this. <laughs> We've already discussed Jay. The Last of Us Part One doesn't need to exist, nope. right, Frank? End didn't story. need to. Now, just another money Jay, grab. For me, if this is if this is actually happening, Jay, mark my words. This is the beginning of the end of Sony as we know it. Yeah. Because this is this is for me is the last straw of many recent decisions that Sony have done yeah, that has basically made me go, "You guys are fucking <clears throat> lunatics." I now. think they're just trying gone... to throw as much as they possibly can at the wall and see what sticks. Good or bad, because they're like, "Fuck, we're gonna get absolutely demolished by Microsoft soon." We need, we need, we need like another success story. So we're just throwing as much as we possibly can at the wall, and whatever sticks and does well sticks. But nothing for me, stuck. Jay, like... <laughs> it's all a load of but shit. Like, the PS4 generation is one of the best <coughs> generations ever. Yeah, right? it was we, dominant. We literally had like the best, the best games, some of the best games ever. Yeah, best right? exclusives. But then Microsoft answered and went, hey, hang on, hang on, we're going to beat your ass with Game Pass and then you're going to lose. So. And by, yeah, it's just a bit of a pendulum yeah, exactly. right now. The pendulum's on the Microsoft side, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, 100%. Maybe in 10, and... 20 years it'll be back on the Sony side, maybe even sooner. But, really. but what, what I don't understand, Jay, is that like they had the formula, which is make incredible exclusives, yeah. you know, get, get Destiny so you've got your live service game and make good hardware. Instead, now... We've got a PS5 that still looks like a fucking Wi-Fi router. We've got exclusives that are coming out not as often. And frankly, you know, we're, look, God of War Ragnarok hasn't come yet. So we'll see how that goes down. Um, Spider-Man 2 hasn't come yet. So we'll see how that goes down. But we're getting we're getting sequels that we want. But at the same time, we're not getting a Days Gone sequel. Why are we getting a Days Gone sequel? Why is Naughty Dog making a multiplayer game? What is that about? Why are we getting The Last of Us Part 1 as a 70 quid release? What the F are you doing, Sony? All these things, Jay. The the Apparently, the, the uh, rewards program that they've brought out, like Microsoft Rewards, which is sick, is apparently dog shite. Yeah, apparently. what do they call it? I can't remember. It's like Platinum something. All-Star? Was it All-Stars? Was I don't it All-Star? know. There's like a number of names I've seen. <laughs> So, for me, Jay, this is uh, one of many things that Sony yeah, have done where I think, are, yeah, you um, guys have gone, man. You've, you've lost the plot. So They're really um, not doing very good. I think a lot of people are saying that if you're going to do a remake of anything, have it be Bloodborne. Right. Obviously. Can I just point out, had they have not done Last of Us and not bothered with Horizon and it had just been Bloodborne PS5 and like a, a remaster, it probably would have outsold Elden Ring. More than likely. You think? Yes. If not, come very you, close. You, but you know how many copies Bloodborne sold? Yes. It's not as many. It's no way near as many as Elden, Elden Ring. Ring has now surpassed twenty million copies. Yeah. I think Bloodborne sold like three or four million. Uh, I think it was actually more like five or six, but still. So why would the remake sell more? Because there's that? a lot more Souls fans now than there were back then. I hear ya. I hear you. Sorry, was not putting two and two together there. 
And also, and with, the, with the success of Elden Ring, people might go back and go, well, hang on, you know, why are people talking about this Bloodborne game so much? Like, the hype around it, I think, would have, much like the hype around Elden Ring, would have helped it. I hear you. And I agree with you. It probably would have outsold the last part one and whatever this is, too. Yeah, agreed. I just, Horizon 2 just came out. Like, they don't need to remake Horizon 1. Like, to be honest, it wouldn't surprise me if they remade the God of War game in, like, three or four years. <laughs> would not surprise me and it doesn't need Dude. it because they, well, they'd do it anyway they'd be like ah fuck it the uh, it's just so stupid like there's so many other games from like the PS3 PS4 era that they could just redo and it would it would just be infinitely better the ones that just deserve it and need it but we don't want remakes we want new IPs or Sparrow 4 please <sighs> just make something new make something innovative be fucking Work smarter, not harder. To be fair, Jay, to your credit, I know God of War's a reboot, but if you look at the PS4 generation, Spider-Man was a new IP in sorts. I know it's not, but it is, really. Yeah. Uh, Ghost Insomnia, of Tsushima, yeah. a new IP. Days Gone, a new IP. So oh, there it can are, be done. There are a, a number of companies right now making similar games to Ghosts. Well, I sure. think someone's working on something like Ghosts. I know there's also a new another company making uh, a Monster Hunter type game. Yes, I've heard about that. I don't know. It's called Wild Hearts. I don't know if you remember. Is it Tokadin? Tokadin. It was like a 360 era Monster Hunter clone that didn't really do that well, but now they've come back and have made it into like a Japanese type thing. It looks really cool. Why is it? Why haven't they made a Monster Hunter World 2, Jay? Considering how well oh, it's Monster coming. Hunter World sold. It's coming. Okay. It's coming. Give it give it three or four years, it'll be out. Monster Hunter World was like uh, Resident Evil Remake t- uh, 2, uh, Resident Evil 7, and Monster Hunter World were the three main games that r- basically revived Capcom. Capcom were a dying game company before that. Yeah. They were absolutely dying. They were almost on their way out. And then those three games, if anything, I say Monster Hunter World is probably the main reason why they're still around. And totally. they've been able to develop shit since ever. then. Like Street Fighter Six is going to blow up hopefully as well next year. So yeah, it looks great. Because that's being made on the Resident Evil engine as well. And it's it's yeah. I mean the beta's out right now. The closed beta. And people are playing it to like no end. You know they're going crazy on it and finding all this new tech. So if anybody want, like you say, Jay, it's a really um, valid point you bring up. At a really good time. If anybody wants to do things right and still make loads of money, look at Capcom. Yeah, Capcom and Look right at Capcom. Now. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing a reboot because Resident Evil Four remake's coming out soon, and that's the most beloved Resident Evil of all time. So, right, right, right. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Right, Jables. Uh, last news story. We have quite obviously. We well, we've got a lot to talk about. What what can we say? Um, this is a really interesting one, Jay. Uh, to do with three four three. We make Halo, obviously. Okay. So, first up, um, <laughs> Bonnie Ross has left the company. Yeah. So I heard Bonnie about Ross this. was the head of three four three. Now the reason I want to tell you, talk to you about this, right, is because apparently, from multiple different people I listened to on podcasts, she was outed, basically. Oh. So she said it was personal reasons, but she was outed. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Right. So, so there's a few things to take away from that alone, Jay. Right. First of all, without being horrible, why didn't that happen four years ago? Um. I guess maybe hey, they wanted to didn't... see where it w- things would go. Maybe I don't know. But maybe like they'd... after two games, like 
Do, okay, here's a question then. Do you think Halo is dead? Yes. Yeah, me too. I think Halo's yeah. gone. I think it's 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 overstayed its welcome. <laughs> Seriously. I think Gears has too. I I I relate much more to Gears to about what you're saying there than Halo though. Like I would rather play Halo than Gears. I genuinely think the Halo generation of gamers is just us and that's it. There's no like nobody else wants to play Halo. And by that I mean like the younger generation don't care about Halo because they didn't grow up on it. Yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. They they weren't around in the glory days, so why would they care about it now? Halo is yeah, it's it's as far as I'm concerned, it's dead. And the thing is, it's been dead so, for yeah, me for like five or six years. But <laughs> so yeah, so what? I'm just surprised that she stayed around as long as she did. Frankly, after Halo Five, but anyway, so she's finally outed, right, Jay? And this is a year after Halo, Inf- nearly a year after Halo Infinite ca- comes out after a year delay, right? Then. They put in three new people in the new kind of trilogy structure to replace her. And one of the new announcements following that and all the different people moving and things like that, you know, disruption, I'm sure, is they're moving to Unreal Engine. Mm. Okay. Now, this is big news, Jay, because they made a, I think they made or adapted their their new engine for Halo moving forward called the Slipspace Engine. Yeah. So they took two years to do this. They took the two years after Halo 5 to make this new engine for Halo Infinite. They used Slipspace for Halo Infinite. And because Halo Infinite is a live service game, apparently, even though it's got fuck all content, um, the thinking was is that they're going to you know, bring out updates for it, multiplayer and single player, I assume, um, and just continue making stuff for Halo Infinite, right? They're now moving to Unreal Engine, and nobody knows if they mean future expansions in Halo Infinite are going to be in Unreal Engine or is the next Halo game going to be in Unreal Engine or we don't know we don't know anything but frankly Jay I don't know what the hell is going on and I, it really annoys me because like cause the X, Xbox just can't manage studios clearly they just can't how do you have a studio make Halo Infinite and then put out nothing a year after it's out when it's a live service game, like yeah, it's odd. who do you blame? Right? Do you blame the developer or do you blame the parent? You know what I mean? Like, I feel I like know. they're you... they're obviously shifting things around a lot right now because there's a lot of moving pieces. They can't quite they're having to sort of mitigate the damage as much as they possibly can, right? So if 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 they were smart about things, they just scrap everything Halo and just make something new. Because nobody's going to buy any more Halo content anymore. I just I just don't think there's enough people around to care about it. Like they should, they should have. Like I think after Halo Four, they should have stopped, and just made something new. I don't think it needed five. But I reckon, Jay, if they did that by now, you'd be like, "Yeah, I, I would play a new Halo game." Do you know what I mean? I don't think so. I think after ODST, I was done. <laughs> Seriously, I Fair. think Halo One, Two, Three, ODST, and maybe Reach. I was like, even by Reach, I was like, "Really, another one? Really? Okay." Like, I was done. I was burnt out from Halo so long ago. Same with Gears. I was burnt out after like two or three, honestly. I just, I just don't think that that, that Xbox part, that side of Xbox needs to just die off. It just, it, they need to it's progress. The only thing it has, Jay. It's you the can't only thing like. It has. I, I know, mean, but like, they just, they need, they need to have another thing that they do. Like, is yeah, there a version do. of that that Sony has? What does Sony have game-wise that's like a classic of theirs that's still around? 
other than like maybe Ratchet and Clank, I guess is the only one I can think of. Yeah, yeah, I think so. What else is there? Like Final Fantasy, I guess. <sighs> a bit different though, isn't it? It is different. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, um... I think they, they, I think Halo and Gears and like all those kind of uh, classic Xbox games have had a lifespan. And they have a life cycle, and the life cycle ended ten years ago. And they just they just kept the dead horse going. They just kept kicking it. I I hear what you're saying. Like Naughty Dog doesn't make Crash Bandicoot anymore. Yeah, they don't need to. Yeah, they shouldn't need to. Don't even make Uncharted for that. Make matter. something. No, they don't, Uncharted finished. It's gone. It's finished. I, as a, if you ask me, Last of Us is finished too. Like they shouldn't ever have to make another Last of Us type style like that. They shouldn't have to make anything else to do with that. From now, it should be completely new. Make a new IP. Something else for other people to fall in love with and celebrate. We don't need the same thing. Just move on to the next. On to the next. Like, and I, th- I just feel like, yeah, they just they did the same thing as what Hollywood does, and they kept making sequels, and it just wasn't that good. Yeah. They tried sure. to capture lightning in a bottle multiple times, and they only managed to do it two or three times. And after that, they should have realized, probably not going to happen again. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm just I'm honestly kind of fed up hearing about all that stuff to be honest <laughs> I'm just like why are you, st- are you still around just get up like with the times please sure you know sure alright Jay um, let's move on to Pixel Perfect before we go on to your uh, okay. what you've been playing in that so okay. I will share my screen so for those who don't know okay guys um, Pixel Perfect the Hang production on, I've got to team... find the right screen no, don't worry Hang on. Oh, there you are. There I am. And there the screen is. Okay, let me. Uh, so, for those who don't know, guys, screen. the production team um, pixelate some cover art. Now, I know we're an audio podcast, obviously, because podcasts are audio. Well, actually, no, maybe you can get a video podcast. I don't know. Anyway, so um, basically, we've pixelated some game covers. It's very hard mode this week, Jay. There is a theme. And I think you can probably well, the first me. one's fairly easy. And uh, I'm going to <laughs> ask you to begin now. Okay, so I'll I'll describe how I, the first one looks to me. It's clearly a PlayStation Two game because it says PlayStation Two at the top with like the black bar and the, the PlayStation fair, yeah. logo. That's pretty obvious. Yeah. The next bit that had I had I not only known what this was, it would have been harder, but. I'll describe it. It's sort of like a per- what seems to be like a weird sort of purple, starry road. I want to say on the on the top right. Yeah. Uh, top yeah. left, there seems to be a logo of some kind with like a sort of beigey, sandy background. And then the bottom just seems to be like a load of weird blue and white and orange kind of like shapes. I guess like circular shapes. Now nobody hearing this is going to know what that means, but me by me looking at this, I think I have a good guess. What looks to be the Cartoon Network symbol on the top left. So I'm going to hazard a guess and say, and also I think that character in the middle is Johnny Bravo, from what I can remember. So I have a feeling that this is like a Cartoon Network racing, like karting racing game, almost like you know uh, the Mario Kart games, but with Cartoon Network characters. That is, uh, I couldn't give you the exact name, but that what it seems to be in red lettering is where it says racing. So. I'm going to guess this is some okay. sort of like Cartoon Network racing game. That's the best I can give Very you. well deduced, Jay. It is called Cartoon ah, Network go. Racing, so there you will go. absolutely get that. <laughs> well played. Well I, can't played even, I think I might have seen that cover probably like 15 years ago. 
And it just sort of stuck around, I guess. Oh, we've got Dexter on there. We've got Powerpuff Girls. We've got Mojo Jojo. Mojo Jojo. Uh, what is it? Cow and Chicken? Is that the name of it? Dexter's Laboratory. Cow and Chicken, yeah. Yeah. Johnny think, Bravo. Yeah, that's great. BD. All the classics. All the classics. All right, next up, Jay. Good times. Good oh, times damn. Good times indeed. I've seen this cover. Oh, I think I know what it is. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, this is, uh, this is a Switch it. game because it's got the Switch logo on the top left. So you've got a red block there. I have a feeling the, the theme this week is like a Cartoon Network theme from what I can uh, imagine. That is correct. That is correct. Had I not known about this uh, particular cartoon, I would have never guessed this. The only reason I know about it is just because it's sort of like in the zeitgeist, I guess, in the last maybe five, six years of just like online people talking about cartoons they grew up with. And this is definitely a cartoon I, I don't think either of us grew up with. No. Would you agree? This was sort of like after our time. Our time was like all the classics, you know, the sort of classic 90s, 2000s. I want to say this cartoon was maybe what, like mid to late teens? Maybe even early teens, 20, 2010s. Uh, I don't know the exact name of the game, um, but I want to say this is Steven Universe. That's the the character. That's the kind of character I can see at the bottom there. I couldn't okay. tell you what the game was. So it's, it's a Steven Universe game, but I couldn't tell you um, exactly. All right, Jay. Well, well I can't remember, so yeah. let's have a look. Oh, Battle, Battle Crashes. Crashes. Okay. So maybe I was a little Not lost, but Steven Universe is definitely on there. Is that the, that's the, the Yeah, go at the bottom is that, and then you've got Jake and Adventure Time. Adventure Time. Then you've also got Mordecai. I can't remember what cartoon it is, but that's Mordecai on the left. And then I, I, I can't remember that one in the glass in the top right either. I always forget the name of these characters because I didn't grow up with them. But yeah, so it's, a, it's basically all the new Cartoon Network characters from uh, the old, the younger generation's version of the Cartoon Network. So. Got it, yeah. Internet required, apparently, it says at the bottom there, Jay. What, what? Yeah. I'm going to give you half a point for that. Yeah, that makes sense. And last up. Oh, I know. Do I know this? I think, again, this might be another think, Cartoon I Network thing. I think you kind of do. I, I want to say that do. character on the front is, is it that treehouse that treehouse show where there was like five of them, they all had names. It was like one to five. Is that which one am I thinking of? I could never remember the name of the Blade show. I remember watching it, but the name escapes me. You're thinking of the right show. Yeah, I am. I know. So again, this is probably another Cartoon Network sort of like All Stars game, or it might just be the one. Actually, no. I think the logo at the top, the yellow and black logo, is the name of the show. But for the life of me, I can't remember. The oh, Jay, name. come on! You can do it. You can definitely do it. No, I, it always escapes me. I've, I've, I've watched almost every episode of the show, but for some reason, I cannot tell you what the name of the show is. It was just one of those ones I, I just forgot. But I, I, I gave you enough. Like I even know that he's holding something in his right hand or something. That's like his weapon, like maybe like a laser weapon or something. Jay, remind me, CD Projekt Red. What, what do they? Their names for their games. What, what, what do you call that? What do you mean? What does that? What does that mean? What do you mean their name for their games? Well, like that's not RPGs? what the names are called. No, no, the the names they've given to their projects. What what is that? Oh, that oh, it's code name. Damn it! <laughs> it's not like <laughs> it's so like, close. I know it's code name something because I know that each of them have a number, like one through five. I'm pretty sure. 
All right, I'll give you half a point. It's code name Kids Next Door. Kid, fucking kid. No, I wouldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't know. I never um, got that. I, I recognize. I've seen every game. episode so of that show. You, every episode. You, I swear. You you um you never had this game because I I've seen this cover. I've sure. seen the cover definitely, but I Kids Next Door is just such a weird name to me. Just it just doesn't stick. It doesn't roll off. The it doesn't have the same. Um, doesn't have the same thing like Dexter's Laboratory or you know uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog. It's just not. I'm Johnny Bravo. It's not. It's not the same. I don't know why, but it just doesn't. It doesn't have the same feeling. I don't know. It almost okay. feels like that was a little later in in our time frame. Like it almost came near the end. I guess. I don't know. Well, like Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo's easy, you know. It is easy. Jake, take us back to the normal screen, please. Okay, we're there. We're there. So, what have you been playing? I finished Deathloop. I think I pretty. I think I told you this on the last podcast. I finished it, right? Did I tell you that? Nah, 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 nah. So last time you 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 were gonna still play playing the whole weekend. It? Yeah, and then literally, I want to say Monday night I platinumed it. Awesome. But I hadn't quite platinumed it yet. I'd platinumed it, and then Tuesday night, twenty four hours later, the last achievement I needed popped because it, it delayed. It delayed. So I had it on Monday night, but it didn't pop until Tuesday night. So Were you worried? <laughs> a little. I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> what say? A little worried. But I will say the game is pretty buggy. So it doesn't surprise me. So, so okay, well, first of all, Platinum. Awesome. Yeah, Good Platinum. Work. Actually, fairly That's easy fun. to do, too. Not a difficult. Okay. I think L was thinking about doing it, but I don't know if he did. Doable. So question, Jay. Doable. What are your thoughts on the game now you finished it and you're like a couple of weeks removed from it? Yeah, you've got it's the uh, it's fantastic. It is a very well-rounded game. I think it's definitely so, in my top twenty-five. So the reviewers were were right. Yeah, I think if you gave it a ten out of ten, it wouldn't anger me now. It doesn't make me go really. It kind of makes me go. I can see that. So does that mean that we were too reactive when that happened? Do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think I think we've grown a lot since then. Even in the last couple of months, we've grown as as gamers and how we look at games now. I think we've had almost like a like uh, a renaissance an epiphany of like our opinion when it comes to like other people's opinions and emotions and feelings when it comes to games. Like me and you aren't massive fans of Zelda necessarily. Or like Nintendo in general, but I can see why someone would, you know, be over the moon with any amount of Zelda news. Like I will say, the best thing about Zelda is the music. Much in the way that we're massive Final Fantasy fans and we love the music, I can see why people have this very similar um, uh, feeling towards like we do for Final Fantasy as they would do for Zelda. Like I feel like I can relate to that more now. Than I probably could have last year. Like last year, I wouldn't have cared. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. I feel like this way is I'm more important, kind of thing. But I feel like I've grown up a little bit since then. I'm kind of like, okay, I can, I, I can uh, at least uh, respect other people's um, ways of thinking or ways of feeling towards certain things. So, I'm just gonna put that out there, I guess. Would you say you feel yeah, the same? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, well succinct. I won't. I won't. I don't feel the need to add. So, so. You love you love the game then, like yeah, you, it's great. You would recommend... I'd recommend it to anybody, regardless of their okay. opinion on anything. I'd be like, well, you if you want to play it's... a good game, play it. Cause it's very decent. And for you, I don't know if you've played any of the others, but do you think it's Arcane's best game then? Yeah, I'd say. Huh. 
All right. So far. All right. Although I was, I, I want to say it's it's buggy on Xbox, but not on PlayStation. That's annoying. And I think that's I know... because it's obviously just come out on Xbox, so the hardware is slightly oh, different, sure. right? But they have oh. they have actually updated the game. I want to say three or four times since it came out on Game Pass. And I want to say they've fixed okay. most of the bugs. So because okay, a lot cool. of time it just crashed a lot. It crashed like maybe three or four times for me over the course of ten days. So. But it so only seemed to is... crash after I'd gotten so far into the game. Like I say, the first maybe six, seven hours, I didn't have anything, and then after that, it sort of got a bit crashy. I suppose that so makes like... sense in terms of testing, wouldn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah, maybe it didn't have long enough in the in the oven, whatever you want to say. So, um, so question, Jay, um, is this their most accessible game? Would you say for for people who don't love Dishonored and things like that? Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say it's fairly user friendly. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I know the other the other two arcane games or other you know arcane IPs just seem a little um, a little too gamer-ish or a little too like niche for someone who's a bit more of a casual. If you're a casual gamer, you'll probably like this more than you would do if you weren't. Like if I'd say if you're not if you're a casual gamer, you probably wouldn't like Dishonored or Prey as much as you would uh, Deathloop. It just has a bit more of, again, it's more of like the feeling, the vibe, the sort of overall aesthetic and just the way it plays. I feel like it's just a more fine-tuned version of the other two IPs put together, really. And they have, Bethesda actually put out a tweet a day or two ago confirming that Deathloop was in the same universe as uh, Dishonored, at least. They didn't say anything about Prey, but I think uh, I think we all kind of, we all know. Putting the two together so, there. Yeah, they're all, they're all linked. All in the same universe. Do you think that's just... Do you think that's just them? You know, they just they being linked is good enough, or do you genuinely think they might? No, there is a good enough put... uh, reason in all the games to make it uh, believable, I guess. Oh yeah, sure. I just meant like, do you think there's a game where they put a few characters in the same one, or like an Avengers style thing? Or... No, they can't because they all happen in different times. Okay. And I think there actually might be there almost like it's almost like a multiverse thing where they're not necessarily all in the same universe. They're just sort of in the same world, if that makes sense. Like uh, yeah. Dishonored and Deathloop, I think are closer than Prey is to any of the other two. They're almost like different timelines of the same world. So it's like Earth, and then you've got the Deathloop timeline, the Dishonored timeline, and then the... but they sort of converge a little bit over here somewhere. So Jay, can you in like in a fairly summarized fashion, can you like tell me like what like what is Deathloop in terms of when well, it's first person, you've got guns and stuff and it's like a roguelite to some <clears> extent. But like yep. what do you know what I mean? Like it sounds like a bit of a puzzle game too. So like what is going on here <laughs> with this game? So have you seen the film uh, Groundhog Day? I have, yeah. Uh it's kinda like that where there you're on an island, you wake up, you have no memory of uh, what happened to you before you woke up necessarily things start to trickle back um, and this massive machine this massive circular halo almost uh, is causing you to live the same day when you die or regardless of what happens at the end of the day you just loop back around uh, and this woman keeps coming after you and killing you and you have no idea who this woman is and eventually you find out um, and you kind of just what your whole thing is I just want to get off this damn island kind of thing so you kind of have to figure out how to do that, and that's pretty much it. Like, 
it's just collect weapons. Um, and then you got to kill all seven targets in one day. Kill a certain amount of targets in the right order, all on the same day, uh, while not getting killed by this woman who keeps coming after you, who randomly will spawn into your game maybe every other day or maybe once during the day. Just okay. depends. Maybe twice during the same day. Just depends. Um, actually, I think she can only come in once. Actually, so she'll almost guaranteed to come at you once at least during the day. Does the time element not stress you out a bit? There isn't. It's not a time element, much like uh, like a Dead Island, not a Dead Island, uh, a Dead Rising game. The time element is just you can only kill certain people at certain times of the day. So you've got the morning, the noon, the evening, and the night, basically. Okay. Or you've got, I think you've got morning, midday, morning, noon, midday, and evening. I think is the actual thing. But you kind of have to like figure out clues for like the first six, seven hours to then unlock the final mission, which is to then kill the people in a certain order. But you can only do that once you've then done all the other parts of the game before that. So. And like, how much is the game taking you through this journey? Because I'm imagining you're putting it all together yourself, and then like you're just doing it. And no. but I'm imagining the game is literally like, right, you need to find this next, then yeah. you need to find this next, and Pretty then you're... Much. yeah, it okay. definitely holds your hand. Like you almost come back to like a hub at the end of the day. So when the day starts over or ends, you go back to your hub and you look at all your uh, investigation of like notes that you've found and it'll, the game will then tell you what you need now because because you know this you now need to do this to find out this and then there's like there's like 20 of those to do and then once you've done all 20 of those storylines you can then do the last storyline which is to then get off the island Great. and then there's multiple endings depending on what you want to do at the end I think there's like three endings I want to say so um, for everyone listening spoilers for the next five minutes I will put it <laughs> in the timestamp. oh really you don't but... care about playing it no, no. Oh, so really? I'm genuinely surprised. The story is. So okay. we have three. Well, okay, hold on a minute, Jay. Before we do this, I listen to you a lot about recommendations. Okay. I don't like arcane games. Yes. Are you genuinely saying this is going to be a Ghost of Tsushima slash Final Fantasy 15 moment for me? Is that what we're saying? It's like a step under that. Yeah, I'm not gonna play it. So it's sort Three. of like, um, yeah, I can't really compare it to anything. I don't. Think. <laughs> it's hard to say. Okay, three, two, one. We're in the clear. Jay, please okay, can you so explain the story to me. Your name is Colt. You are the security chief of this uh, secret group on this island that has put together this uh, looping system uh, of, you know, not being able to die, basically. And there's a bunch of people just partying on this island and just having a, basically living the best day of their lives over and over again. Um, and there's, like, uh, very clever people uh, who have put this system together who are basically just running experiments to see what effect this has on the planet and you and people and, you know, the human body and all that kind of stuff. And you being the chief security, you basically have to make it so that nobody can break the loop. Because the way you break the loop is to kill these seven people in a certain order. And the only people who know about this is you and maybe the chief person who came up with the idea in the first place. And it's written in this book that's in your safe in your house. And you eventually find this because you've lost your memory and you didn't realize this was a thing. Um, 
And so you find out about this whole thing, and regardless of how many years you've been in this loop, and for some reason you keep losing your memory, you want to get off the island anyway because you don't want to be stuck in the loop anymore. You just want to live your life. Uh, and then you eventually find out that this woman who's following you and keeps killing you is called Juliana, um, and she's your daughter. Because before you got on the island, you had the kid, and I want to say the wife died uh, after the kid was born, or like to a certain point. And then Juliana, like later on as she grew up, came to the island not realizing you were stuck in this experiment. So she then got herself stuck there. And over time, um, there's like a weird phenomenon that happened that as you started to forget your memory, she started to remember her as every day she died. So she now knows everything and you know nothing. Um, and so at the end, you kind of have to make the decision to either kill her and escape the island and break the loop or you both kill each other and just restart the loop and live your lives happily as father and daughter. Why wouldn't you pick option two out of curiosity there? Um, because you want to get off the island and live your life normally and not be stuck constantly. Oh, so so if you both kill each other, you're both still stuck there? Just stuck in you, the loop. You yep. have gained your memory? or Yep, memory's still there. Or maybe you lose it again, I don't know. But you're still in the loop, basically. Still in the loop. And you've already so, been there roughly 60-odd years, maybe more. Fucking hell. So I think the dark. timeline is Dishonored, Deathloop, Prey. Right, okay. Because at the very end, what happens is when you break the loop, the sky almost becomes this sort of like weird psychedelic, orangey, apocalyptic-type world. And you actually realise that because you've been stuck in the loop for so long, everything outside of the island has aged, and the world is basically like died and you're the only ones alive now so the world has aged even though you've been in the loop the entire time so now so, you're just woken man. up to an apocalyptic dry almost like a mars like planet basically which is basically what the ending of prey is it's just like the end of the world right okay this is really interesting so i want to say so... while prey is happening death loop is ending okay and dishonor so, has already ready... happened uh, by the way, I love it when someone tells me like you're very good at telling stories. <laughs> I mean, it's that's more interesting like, than actually experiencing. That's super. It, that's super. Like like the main points basically. Like there's, there's a lot of middle ground that you don't really need to know. So I'm a bit confused about so this big circle thing that's causing the loop is it literally yeah, it's like above a giant the machine? There? So giant. There's like imagine an island, sort of like triangular in shape, and then up up at the top at the top of the triangle is like a, a mountain that holds this giant halo with like a weird bubble in the middle that just sort of emulates this weird like like uh, like fuzzy sort of air pressure okay that constantly keeps you in the loop okay um, and over the course of a day uh, that loop sort of keeps everything that machine sort of keeps everything in like a certain place in time and then once the day ends it then sucks all that air back in and the loop begins again. Right, okay. And who made this machine? Um, I want to say it was one of the scientists that are part of this bosses that you have to kill. They sort of like, they figured out there was this weird thing in the middle of the ocean on this island that there was some sort of like, like weird uh, energy that was emulating out of the planet. And then they harnessed that energy and turned it into this machine and made it so you could loop time. And they can also make it so you can. It's also it's also like a clone machine too, because when you okay. loop, a clone of you sort of exists still. If you didn't die, the clone of you still exists. So you can actually make multiples of yourself, which is what one okay. of the scientists did. And, they and made multiples they of make, themselves. 
why did they cause the loop? Like, why why do they all? I think it was like part of just like multiple experiments or like living. They just didn't want to die. Was like a part of it too. It's just like a weird sort of. I want to live forever. Okay. It was like a bunch of people who wanted to live forever, and a bunch of scientists who wanted to experiment on what would happen if you did live forever. Came together and went. Let's have fun. I see. Okay, and you're the chief security guy for this whole island. So your your whole your job is to make it so the loop isn't ever broken. But you're the one guy who wants to break the loop because your memory's gone. So that's kind of like the main gone thing. Because, and your memory's gone because the loop you've died so many times. times. Yeah, you've just sort of like lost grasp of who you are. So like a you've just sort of you've lived so long that your memory's gone basically. And then Juliana, so she's getting more memory as yeah. you die. Kind of. They don't really explain that part very well, okay, but at some enough. point she just regained her memory more than you did. So if that's the case, why is she still killing you if she knows who you are? Because uh, she doesn't want the loop to end, and I can't remember why. I think it's because she just didn't. Again, she was part of this group of not wanting to die and just living every day as if she could just have it the way she wanted to live it. And I think she also she done she'd also been killing her dad for so long she kind of like found it fun. And just sort of made it part of her routine of like, oh, I love doing this. So but because weird. he'd never grown up knowing her, she—I right. don't, I don't think he even knew she existed for a long time. Oh, um, so it's not like he knew her mum. Like, was it like a one-night stand or something? I don't know. Honestly, they don't really explain. They—they they go into that, but it's kind of you kind of have to like be in it to remember all the fair details. Enough, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, like, she, but I think he did know. But then because he lost his memory. He didn't have a relationship with her anymore, so she, he didn't care whether or not she died or lived. Because to him, right. she wasn't his daughter. Right. She was just a random woman killing him. Okay. Yeah, you understand? Okay. Yeah. There so... we go. Explained. <laughs> yeah, I think to us, even if you fair. know all that, you can still enjoy the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. sure, sure. You don't, you don't need to so... not know that to enjoy it. Because I kind of was you... like figuring it out anyway. I was like, oh, okay, I get it. And then you break the lead, but then you realise that everyone else has died, basically. Yeah, you wake up and you're sort of like in a in a a barren world, and no one's around anymore. Jesus! I'm but you, you didn't actually know any cool. of that until this update for the game. Because at the end of the game, you just died, and then that was it. You woke up, and then the the ending of the original game was you woke up and you saw this sort of sky and went, "Oh, the loop's over." But then in this latest one, they added like an extra scene to explain, oh, this is what's actually happened to the world. Oh, kind okay. of like they've sort of added, they added extra stuff that sort of made it a bit more, you know, a bit more explained. Okay, understood. Yeah. That's really interesting, though. I'm going to YouTube some of that later. That sounds really yeah, cool. I recommend. I mean, you could literally just look up all the cutscenes and then you know, or yeah, look up like might. you could even look up like a summary of someone else explaining it. They'd probably have a better. They've probably written a script and they've probably got a better job of them doing it than I would. They probably understand sure. a lot more than I do as well. All right, spoilers over, spoilers over. So what else have you been playing, Jay? Overwatch 2 is the main one. It came out five days ago. October 4th, the game was broken. Nobody could play it because it was a constant DDoS attack fest and everyone was trying to play it. So I literally think only like maybe a 1,000 people played it on the first day. Like nobody played oh it. Because nobody could get in. It was like 60,000 people in the queue and nobody ever, nobody could get in. So the first night I went to go play it, waited three hours in queue, didn't even get to see the main screen, right? And then luckily by day two, I managed to get in for about two hours and played a couple games. And then every day since then, it's gotten a lot better. I'm able to get in pretty much straight away. 
Uh, I could play for like a good two or three hours without a disconnect, but sometimes I'll play for an hour and it'll disconnect me two or three times. So it just sort of depends at the minute, which is very annoying because over the last two days I've been disconnected three times in the middle of a game I'm currently winning. So I'm like, oh great. But what happened a little while ago, literally this morning, I got disconnected twice in the space of about half an hour. And because I got disconnected, it then suspended me from playing the game for an hour. Well, so about you, you left. Or? Yeah, because when you when you disconnect from a game, it thinks you intentionally left because you were losing. Oh god. So the game suspended me for ten minutes. And then I started playing a new game, I got disconnected again because their <sighs> servers are buggered, right? And then it banned me. It literally banned me from playing for another hour after that. So at like half ten this morning, I was like, oh, great. I'm not going to play for another hour now. Oh, my God. Yeah, but the thing is, the game's always been like that. If you if you disconnect, whether it be your internet stopped working or there was like a bad, you know, the get on their end, something happened, it still punishes you for disconnecting. So let's say you disconnect maybe like four or five times in an hour. You're probably going to get banned for like 24 hours. I mean that's not. So ideal, you can't play the game because of their problem. <laughs> yeah, I know. So hopefully they fix that sooner rather than later because it is. I could have had three more wins under my belt, but instead they count as losses now because I disconnected in quotes. You know. Jay, Which you is have bad because I'm playing yeah. competitive. I'm playing ranked matches, so now my rank is lower because of them. You it's kind of like what that... the fuck. Jay, that's a dark. <sighs> Other than that, though, the game is infinitely better than Overwatch One. I'll tell you that right now. The actual game. Oh, it's phenomenal. It is amazing. Oh, that's good. That's it's good. gone from six v six to five v five, and it just feels yeah. amazing. So instead of two tanks, two supports, and uh, two damage dealers, you've now got two damage dealers, two supports, and one tank. And it's just the games are a lot quicker. They're a lot easier to stay alive, like you don't die constantly. Like it's a lot easier to actually have fun with the game now. It's also a lot easier for like get for bad teams to do slightly better than before. So I think a lot of the time Overwatch you'll only ever win if you've got a team helping you. Like there needs there needs to be good team synergy. And what I found is it's very fifty fifty. Like oh every other game will be good and every other game will be bad. So I'll win about the same amount of games as I lose, honestly. I suppose you'll, you know, a lot of those filthy casuals will leave in the next few weeks. So. Well, that's the thing. I've uh, because um, I didn't play a lot of competitive on Overwatch One. They've sort of put a, a system in place where Overwatch Two, with people who hadn't played a lot of competitive before, would we, we put in the very bottom tier of rank, regardless of how well they do. Which I did. I got put in bronze, and now I'm now currently in silver because I'm now playing better and I'm earning my way up essentially. So. Nice. I'm hoping nice. to get to at least a gold. That's my my goal is to get to gold. Cool. I consider myself at least a gold player, at least. All right. Well, I think it'll be one of those where the more you play, obviously you'll be able to talk a bit more about it. But um, for sure, a horrendous launch. If if oh, I yeah, sense. it was bad. A lot of apologising on Blizzard's front. They're not doing well, are they? At the moment, they're not doing well at all. Yeah. Also, the monetization with the battle pass, a lot of people aren't happy with. Cool. I think someone worked it out. I think it costs about sixteen grand to buy everything, every cosmetic and everything. If you want to pay, if you want to pay real money, you could buy everything in game for about sixteen grand. Yeah, no idea. So it's either play the game, like, and the way that the amount of uh, in-game currency they're giving out, it would take you, I think, approximately six to eight months to buy one legendary skin. And by that point, they've pro probably released. About ten new legendary skins by that point. 
And that's not including all the new ones they added recently. So, yeah, that's not good. And the battle pass, like the things you get from the battle pass, aren't that great. Okay. I say the best thing about it is that every um, tier in the battle pass is exactly ten thousand XP to get to to the next one. Because in other battle passes, it's like a the first tier will be one thousand and two, three, four, and it will go up progressively higher and higher. So it gets harder to get to the end. But at least in this one, it's as easy to get from one to two as it is from seventy nine to eighty. So that I'm, that I'm happy about. And oh, there are that is, there's a lot nice, of instances where you can get battle pass um, XP as well. There's daily missions, there's weekly missions, there's seasonal missions, and there's also lifetime missions as well. So there's a lot of opportunity to get a good amount of XP. Like you get five thousand XP for each weekly mission you do, and three thousand for each daily one you do. So it's a lot. I reckon I think there's fifty eight days left of the season. And I think maybe in the next 40 days I'll probably get to the end, I'd say. If, as long as I play it every day, I should be able to get to the end. Sounds like Halo Infinite needs to take up... Oh, do you know what? I don't even want to talk about it because the design of this multiplayer game is just so bad. Sorry. It's weird. I feel like Blizzard have nailed the half of the battle pass, but then completely not the other half. Like, it just doesn't feel like good enough content. Like, they need to add more. Sure. just need to add better quality stuff. And they need, they need, to, they need to increase the amount of in-game currency you can... Um, you can get because you can only get 60 a week and it costs 1900 for a lendo skin so 60 a week so they actually, basically want you to pay for it yeah you can actually you can buy it right away but um that's uh, 1900 divided by uh 60 so it would take you 32 weeks to get a lendo skin which is how many months uh 32 divided by 4 Eight months, yeah. It takes you eight months to get Lendo skin, and that's just if you want to get Lendo skin. Nothing else, obviously. I mean, that's ridiculous. so you've almost got to play for a year just to get one, and by that point, you probably want to unlock like ten. So you know, they're basically saying you're gonna to have to pay for it, please. <laughs> so. Whereas before, okay. you could earn that in-game currency so much you could get it at the end of every match, whereas now you can't. You're limited to sixty a week. And that's if you can do all the weekly missions. Most some of the weekly missions are really hard, and not a lot of people are going to be able to do it. Especially casual players are not going to be able to do it. You have to be pretty dedicated. So, uh, so yeah, it's good and bad. It's like fifty-fifty right now of like really good game, but bad of a lot of other stuff like monetization and bugginess and stuff like that. So. Okay. Well, just uh, just keep us up to date, Jay, on that. I'm sure you'll be trying to play it every day, um, hopefully, in the near future. Every day and today. Um, so I'm sure we'll we'll talk about that in the near future as well. Are you okay with moving on to Guess Who's review? Sure. Yeah, I've got one for you. Alright. So the score right, is guys. currently thirty-five to thirty-four. Me. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Let me just quickly introduce to those who don't know. Me and Jay swaps turns each week on picking a random game review from a random media outlet, and we basically pick three quotes, and we've got to guess the game based on the quotes. I am ready. I feel like you might get this one easily, but I'd rather you give me the exact... I, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Okay. I'm actually curious to see if you get this fairly quickly or not, okay? Okay. The defensive meter is used primarily for special wake-up options, environmental interactables, and combo-breaking move called a breakaway. Can you repeat that, please? 
The defensive meter is used primarily for special wake-up options, environmental interactables and a combo breaking move called a breakaway. So with that you should have enough to know what kind of game it is. You just got to pick the right one. I actually think I'm going to find this a lot harder than you think I am. Yeah, because you don't play these kind of games. I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming it's a fighting game, but okay. even then, I wouldn't even know when to begin. And also, I don't know what, what I don't know what a wake up option is. A combo breaker <laughs> sounds like a, <laughs> sounds uh, like, like a fighting like game. Basic stuff um, too. That's funny. There is uh, actually a fighting game glossary for like people to look at, so you can like look up all what the terms mean. Okay. There is a lot. There's like thousands of terms, I'd say. I bet there are. Uh, so I don't. I assume it's a fighting game based on the terminology. Now, now we have to. Now we have to try and imagine what, um, which franchise, whether it be Tekken or Street Fighter. Um, well, I mean, I'm you've literally go got rant. like three or four guesses, so you're gonna probably get it in one of them. Yeah, but I've, but then I've got to pick which game in that franchise to I get. I mean, you so, can. I um, might I might give you like half a point, maybe, or like maybe one. I might deduct a point off of the three total or something. But if you get on the first one, I'll give you two. If you can give me the general, you know, one of the which series, you know. No, no. Well, I'll I'll go specific game. I'll go specific game. Okay. I'm gonna go. Huh. I feel like that's too obvious for you. That's the problem. In terms of that one, so but maybe maybe you just picked one you like. I don't know. Or I kind of just I literally looked it. through the list and was like, "Oh, that one will do," I guess. Because huh. they're all kind of the same, really. I mean, most fighting games are the same. They just you know, slight variation, different characters. I'm gonna go Mortal Kombat X. X. Okay, that is incorrect. Okay. If you want to go specific, I'd have given you two points. If you want to take it, the two points are there if, if you want it. But I can go to the next and you can try it. I mean, if this is the thing. You can either take two points now or two points to get it wrong on the next one. Because you've only got a couple more to choose from. I'll, I'll, I'll gamble. I'll gamble. Okay. Some of these items can be played by playing through the story mode, but most are obtained through the Towers of Time and the Crypt. Fuck. I'm gonna go more combat eleven. That is correct. So yeah, you got oh. two. You got two regardless. <laughs> Jay, I swear to God, I wasn't gonna guess more combat until like the last five seconds. I was all Tekken and Street Fire, genuinely. It's funny because uh, yeah, they're they're actually kind of like very specific, right? The next one would have, you probably would have got it where I said um, gloriously gracious, over the top, and often comedic violence is. Of its notorious fatality, fatality finishing moves. So that's very obviously Mortal Kombat, right? Sure. But yeah, in in recent over uh, Mortal Kombat games, they've had interactable things you can do, and they had a defensive meter in in eleven as well. So. So yeah, very specific Fair. to it. But I thought I'd give you one that was, you know, like it's it's sort of globally known Mortal Kombat. So that's you know, sort of like a middle yeah, ground, yeah, no I guess. So, yeah, you got that one. Nice one. Yeah, no fair play. Um, good quotes, to be fair. Uh, to be fair, I like the second one because I did know that Mortal Kombat's got a good story mode and uh, has, Tower yeah. of Terror thing. So yeah. Mm -hmm. So the next, yeah. uh, the next guess who's review I've got because I've got another one as well. Will be quite interesting to see if you get that one as well. Because I don't think either of us have played that game yet. So. Oh, okay, interesting. We'll see. To finish up today's 
podcast, Jay. I've got Long a quote. podcast, yeah. Time will not slow down when something unpleasant lies ahead. Okay. <laughs> What's that from? Harry Potter. Harry oh, Potter okay. 4. That definitely makes sense. Just a massive sense of urgency in their movies. So, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, it's just something to reflect on. Any closing thoughts, Jay? Oh, man. These next couple of weeks. I think. So, we're recording this weekend. So the next time we record, I will be playing uh, Gotham Knights. So how do you want to do that? Do you want to do it first thing in the morning and then you can play for the rest of the um, day? Or... Well, it depends because we're obviously recording this on a Sunday. So it just depends whether you would do it on Saturday or Sunday. Because I'll be off regardless, Friday, right? So I can, I can get up whenever. I mean, we could even do it during the week after, depending on... Um, would you when want? Do you about. want to delay it so until you finished it, and then we can do a big? No. Or, I'd, no. I mean, when I finish it, we all talk about it at the beginning of November anyway. Because if we're, we're recording two weeks from now, and then two weeks from that will be the beginning of November. So okay, okay. It's so whatever, really. We'll talk about it when we talk about it. All right. Looking forward to it, dude. And then it'll be Pokemon after that. Yeah. And then it'll be yeah. Neva Speed after that. Yeah. And then yeah. it'll be Hogwarts Legacy and Legacy. Dead, yeah. Dead Island 2. I've got lots to look forward to. <laughs> so I've got literally like yeah. five or six games to play over the next three or four months. It's insane. That is insane. You're having a good Can't six wait. months. Good I, time. on the other hand, don't could even know have stuff God to play, but doesn't want to. You could play Gotham Knights. You like Batman. I mean, yeah, it's true. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm sure you're you. Right. I mean, you're probably going to play Hogwarts Legacy, probably. Right? Yeah, no, that looks really good. I don't know if I'm going to get God of War yet. I still don't know. Um, oh yeah, I forgot. I'll, yeah, I'll probably cave and get it day one, but I don't know yet. Well, I mean, I feel, I feel like you very rarely get day one games anyway. That's true. What was the last That's day true. one game you bought? You know, because for me, I guess recently it'll be got uh, Gotham Knights, but before that. What did I play day one? Me and you have played the same game day one. What, recently? Yeah, fairly. Honestly, it's funny. I can't remember anything I've played this year. <laughs> Seriously, I can't even, like... The season pass was shit. What do you mean? The season pass was shit that we bought for it. Oh, Tiny Tina. Yeah, okay. Tiny Tina. That was the last. That was probably the last. That was in March, but it was a long time ago. The game before that was Red Dead. No, it wasn't. It was Last of Us Part 2, and then before that was Red Dead 2. And Assassin's Creed. Or so well, AC for I, me, I not for you. Got, yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. All right. Good stuff. Cool. Cheers, Jay. Good to catch up. Good chat. Yeah, man. I quite enjoyed that. Um, so, yeah. I'm a bit tired now, so I might go for it So, now. next time we speak, I'll have already begun Gotham Knights. Yeah. Very I'll funny. give you a very brief first impression. And then after that, I'm going to give you my my entire thought. Because hopefully, by the beginning of November, I've had it platinumed. Hell yeah. That'll be the uh, the goal, at least. It looks fairly uh, doable. I will will hopefully have finished a couple of things by then as well. So, we'll see. Sweet. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll catch you next time in amidst the busy, busy um, (laughs) ending period of the year. Where Jay's going to play a lot of games. But looking forward to it. All right. See you guys later.